Stafford. I don't even know him. Ice cold. Yo. Fresh Kid C. Fresh Kid C. Welcome to LG 1904 show. Fresh Kid C. Oh, yeah, we back. Oh, and Zaphoon, by the way. Yeah, Jones. I'm we're having a long yeah. weekend. Chitty Bang. Hey. Yeah, I'm recording. What the? F- <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's going on, Graf? You want to oh, talk about this real quick? Yeah. Right, what's up? I've you had, had a long weekend. On and- you know what? Welcome to LFG 1904 Show. It's your boy, B. Graf. What Hello. the fuck? Yeah, you know the deal. Uh. Hey, when I say bing, you all say bong. <laughs> it's a little different than that. <laughs> Whatever you the fuck. Uh. This guy's at fucking emo night. Hey, listen, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna own up. I thought it was hella goofy. And then, <laughs> I, and then I went and I was like, holy shit, this is pretty fucking rad. And then seeing Brendan. Just being Brendan, I was like, "Fuck, that's my homie." You In know his I mean? fucking like, element, dog. Yeah. Like, you gotta love this, bro. Shit. There was so many people, dudes and women, were trying to fucking touch him. Like <laughs> he was a fucking rock star. I'm telling you right now, it was fucking pretty cool to see. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. And hey, like, this one chick's like, <laughs> this one chick's like, I want to have your like, baby. I, like, no, like I want to come up, and he like points over to Beth, and he's just like. She was like reaching out, like hold my hands and sing the song to me, and I was like, "I'm not doing that." Yeah, dude, my so girl is thirty divine. feet away, staring at me. Yeah. Meanwhile, the homie has a gang. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, but hey, listen, it was fucking pretty cool, man. Yeah, I, it was. It, I just wish that they would have played "Rage Against the Machine" sooner because you know I don't know a lot of those songs. You know, uh-huh. I mean, I I know them, but I'm not like head banging to them. And they put Rage on. I was like, fuck it. I just wanted to get in the fucking pit, baby. <laughs> Dude, that was that's one of my favorite songs to play because of like they do a lot of radio rock cuz it's like songs that were super popular, right? And there are songs that I grew up listening to cuz right. I was like one right. of those screamo post-hardcore kids, but yeah. like I also grew up on Battle of Los Angeles is one of the greatest records of all fucking time. Oh shit. And uh when they and Fuck you! I won't do what you tell me. Come oh on, my bro. God, Who doesn't get hyped to that? And one, my, one of my coworkers, she yeah, got a slow mo clip. I know. I want the I want the original clip though, bro. But it goes slow. But when it comes back, and we're fucking the whole fucking crowd is getting. I didn't. That's probably one of my favorite clips of all time, aside from really? my stage dives. Wow. Yeah, dude, that was cool. I yeah, was, your stage dive was hey, lit, bro. Hey, he texts me and he goes, "Hey, make sure you video this." And I was still in the parking lot. Then I ran over, and. We got into the building right when it happened, so it was actually kind of cool to be. I got the video from a far away distance, and so I was able to see what the crowd. You know what I mean? And then, yeah, yeah. Hey, when you when you like pointed to me and you said something or whatever when you're on stage, like yeah. a group of people were like, like I fucking be like. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm going yeah. backstage, homeboy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'll be yeah. me. You ever heard of LFG 1904? Check yourself, somebody. Oh, yeah. baby. Oh wow. You'll hey y'all. You'll yeah, hear it no, on the right. You know. But yeah. So, uh, emo night Brooklyn, San Diego was Friday. Santa Ana was Saturday uh-huh. last night, and I had to. So I I I worked Friday, did uh-huh. San Diego. Then I went, I got home at two o'clock, worked 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. or like 10, 10 to 7. Yeah. And then drove to fucking Santa Ana and then didn't get home till three. And then fucking 
had to roll the rock back. The Christ has risen today on Easter. And of course, fucking, you know, my dealerships open. Right. So I'm fucking work 10 to fucking four today. (laughs) I'm fucking so um, I know you guys rarely ever see me like this, but I'm fucking smoked. My ankles hurt. I've been fucking this 240 pounds of delicious snack has been jumping around all fucking weekend. All right. You know what? Fuck this. We're turning it up. Oh, oh Sunglasses shit. Hold on, off. baby. Go. God Let's damn it. Go. I'm back. I'm hey, fucking back. Go. You want a Red Bull? Yeah. You I got one? I don't have one. Yeah. <laughs> what a prick. That was good. That was good. Yeah. It's just the hey, lights are just so fucking bright. I was going to ask you. So during Saturday's fucking ordeal. That was cool that you dropped the mob drop, you know what I mean? Because he's taking photos. Would that be something where you can actually plug LFG or no? I could, but I... I mean, not even about merch, though, you know what I mean? Because obviously they have their own thing going, but I'm like... I'm, of course, I'm thinking, you know what I mean? Like, outside of the box, like, hmm. How could that happen? <laughs> it's but, not my event, so I wouldn't yeah. really want to do that because they, they're selling merch, too. But I do get a lot of people that hit me up, and, like, um, I shared it with you. The yeah. there, was a, there was a guy that went... And um, what's up? Oh, well, energy. Yeah, oh, oh, thank water. you. Hmm. There was a guy that uh, he was like, hey, man, I just want to say thank you. Like, I've been trying to find fun things to do. I'm six months sober and it's been really difficult. And this was like the night of my life. And like, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it because it's like, bro, me fucking too. These are like the greatest nights of my life right. because I too struggle to find ec- like exciting shit to do in recovery. But that's the thing. Like, recovery is not boring at all. No. It's what you make of it. If you're bored, you're not doing enough. Right. That's just how I feel about it. Right. But yeah. it's very fucking rewarding to get messages like that. And then, like, I'll, I'll plug it that way. Be like, hey, dude, because he lives local. He's like, hey, dude, I'm in recovery. I go to meetings. Fucking you can catch me there. Or, you know, if you're, like, not hitting meetings, like, I have this recovery-based podcast with two of my homies I started a clothing brand with, and we have rad people like my man motherfucking story time with art. Yo, 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 yo. What the fuck is cracking, my boy? Yo. Oh, just chilling on a Sunday Easter night. <sighs> you fellas. That's fucking solid. Go ahead, turn yeah. that mic down a little bit for me. Turn it down. Towards yes, me. sir. Towards boom. Perfect. Like Perfect. All right. Solid as fuck. How you been, man? How was your Easter? It was good, man. It was chill. I mean, I didn't go to church or have a family function. Just kind of acknowledge the day. You know, um, every day's a blessing, really. So, but you know, this one has special meaning for for a lot of people worldwide and. It's cool. Cool yeah. knowledge. It's good, man. Whether for whatever reason you find faith or you know what? I was actually having this conversation with uh, a buddy, one of my boys, Will from Connecticut today about the difference between faith and belief. And uh, I forgot exactly what he said, but it was I was just like sitting in my chair at work like, oh, fuck. Like, got you can't have one without the other. Hmm. <laughs> fuck. Philosophical. Step, step step two then three. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. yeah. It's all this fuck, man. How's the baby? Baby's good, you know. Uh just turned one. <sighs> so so, you know, her development is just progressing and substantial. Yeah. I, I mean sometimes I concern at the rate of development with certain things, but she just keeps developing, so you know, it's not really good to like put kids in a box unless it's that extreme extent. Like, okay, there's like a certain line or threshold. Like, this kid needs to be doing this or that. You know, at this time. But yeah, she's she's cool, man. It's, it's really cool. It's I'm blown away at my 
my life today for real. Right. I mean, some kids take their time with things. I mean, like, it took Graf how many years to work your steps? <laughs> We're fucking like 15 <laughs> years and counting. <laughs> All right, don't fucking. Hey, it's, it's a fuck. I mean? you, some people take takes longer, but. It's yeah. a process of pain. And apparently I have a high you know pain tolerance. I was really <laughs> thinking about that, though, today. I was thinking about how I wish that some people that we know, like, would just get through that hump. Right. Because it's. Dude, it's it's all about fucking just working on yourself. There's not there's not if you look at steps like you're gonna take care of the things that you need to take care of inside and right. be a better person, then nobody would have any fear of doing them. But everybody's like, Oh, I gotta do all these and I gotta put down this list right. and da it's like it's all fucking growth though. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we can desire something for someone else all we want, man. They gotta desire it for themselves. And I was just talking to a buddy of mine with the his stepson and, and my, my friend's son, you know, they're a little couple and, and their son's in, in jail right now. And, you know, they were getting into a little bit what, what he's going through and some of it's drugs and they didn't specify the crime. But, you know, like my homeboy was like, man, I, I've been telling them and, and we can tell people until they're blue in the face. You know, we just yeah. never know when that person's person's going to exercise their autonomy and make some different decisions and explore a different avenue or approach to life. Right. Um, but you know, chasing that euphoria that the drug of choice gives you, man, it's, it's tough when it got you in the grip. So, you know, we just Shit. think we hope for the best for everybody. I know, I know my, my mom and brother and sister, they, they had to have, be patient for years. Oh, yeah. yeah. So without a doubt. And at some point you cross the threshold of feel good to feel nothing. And once you've reached that plateau of where like, I just don't want to fucking feel anything. It becomes a lot more difficult to face fucking reality. And mm -hmm. for some of us, the, the ice cold fucking truth is some addicts will never see or receive or get what we have. And it sucks, mm -hmm. but like we can lead them all day long. Like I'm dealing with it right now. My brother's in prison and like, I don't know if he's using drugs there or not. I mean, I don't give him enough money to, so he runs that debt up. I mean, I, I don't think he is, but I honestly don't know. I've just, our relationship has gotten to a point where I don't trust him for shit, and I don't know what he's doing, you know? And I don't know if he'll ever get right. I hope so. I fucking want that for him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, all, all we can do is just hope and, you know, people who go to, like, what is that, that uh, AA, Thing to support people who have like family members that are alcoholics. Oh, yeah. What's yeah, it yeah. called? You know what I'm Al talking about? Al-Anon. Al-Anon. Yeah. yeah. For people who love someone that is struggling with addiction. I was about to say Narcan. <laughs> Narcan? Yeah. Just I keep some Narcan my, in the my, house. Right. Oh, yeah. I did it, but I had to still say it because it was funny because it popped in my head because you're like, we're doing the motion like fucking <laughs> stab something, you know. <laughs> What's that shit that saves they lives? Probably, they probably, oh, yeah. No, it's, that's called Narcan. <laughs> There's probably that people that go to Al-Anon yeah. and are tired of using Narcan on the, yeah, the, for the sure. people they love. But Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I imagine, I'm just imagining for them is is – is to be able to surrender that they had no power over that alcoholic, you know, you, they yeah. want to help them. That that's one thing I've come to realize, man, especially being like graduating with, you know, a social work degree that I'll be able to attach and, and respect the fact that people are going to make their own decisions. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. never feel guilty for anyone exercising their right to choose. 
So like, you know, it, it kind of frees you from guilt. It's not like, that you don't care. You just understand that you can't make a decision for nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't have any, you can't really have any expectations that for anyone, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. like you start having these expectations. It goes back to like what I was saying before about like you have expectations for people and then those expectations don't get met and then you end up with a fucking resentment. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So like, I don't know, dude, like you just can't, you got to just love them from a distance. You know what I'm saying? Like this, sometimes it's like some of the best things you could do. For someone, you know, you love somebody from a distance. I was, t- I had a conversation with, uh, um, someone and, uh, you know, I was constantly like every time he was going through something, I'd fucking go over there, come here, let me help you out. What do you need? You need this, this is, or you need a job, boom, boom, let me help you, you know, whatever I could do, you know? And I realized I was doing more damage than good Mm -hmm. you know because he just kept going out and going out and going out and then finally i just kind of like gave him his fucking space and now he's like flourishing Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because he's just doing it himself and he's working his steps and he's staying clean as a kid you know it's fucking awesome yeah those those boundaries are important right you know for people who want to help other people sometimes you got to see it for what it is and right. and they can guilt trip you and be like oh man you don't care you i've heard i be i hear this I from hear like all friends and families and brothers and be like oh man you don't really care that's right. emotional manipulation i don't need your validation to tell me like right. if i care about you or not you know and damn it's 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 crazy man and and you just kind of i don't know for people you got to know who you are and and us with all of our experience with with our own experience, you know, we have a certain level of compassion always for other people struggling. But if, if I think about it, like when I was wrapped in it, like my ego was ferocious. Like I, I'm going to do what I'm going to do and I'm going to do it when I do it. Like Mm, that's just, and I struggled. There was times in in my mid twenties where I really wanted to get help. And I I just didn't even know where to start. Mm -hmm. And I just be chilling at my brothers. Like, what do I do? I, I know where the homies pad is at. I won't be lonely out of company over there. And, you know, so, and I think with, with that immediate gratification that drugs give us, that's why people go, go to it because we go to the most logical, quick solution Mm. to feel the way we want to feel. And so to like swallow our pride and go through like, maybe not like exciting days, like you were talking about earlier, like, yeah, recovery is not, um, boring. I, Boring is a personal problem. You know, if I'm bored, that's a personal problem. I got to find something interesting to do, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, that's why it, you know, in the other program and, and it applies in both really, it's just like, we will know a new happiness and a new freedom, which is not based on our physical physiology, like brain stimulation. It's like spirit. We got a spiritual type of happiness, a natural uh, appreciation and joy for life, which, which I'm really grateful for, you know? Did yeah. you, did you like, uh, when you were, um, when you were getting clean, like you, cause you were like really emotionally detached, right? When you were in your addiction, like, yeah, I, you know, I, Brendan touched on being detached. Um, at a certain point I was going through so much mental p- pain and in, in certain times of my recovery, uh, process, which includes a couple relapses with decent amount of clean time under my belt i think that was the most scariest part to be honest because i didn't the emotions were so i did detached right so it felt like i didn't care but when i was going through so much pain 
for example, and glancing on social media and watching my friends' lives progress in recovery, like deep down, I was happy for them. I was just kind of really sad for myself at the time, you know, because mm. when it boils down to it, like it, 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 if our, our foot gets randomly slashed and cut off, like we don't care about homeless people in Africa when mm. that happens. Mm. Like, so it's just natural to think about yourself when you're going through a lot of pain. So I, I numbed it and that was scary because I, I didn't feel human when I, when I, when I stopped just empty, like it's all pointless really pessimistic and detached. And so to find that and, and have like my spirit reawaken and and find out who I am and what I care about and, you know, flaws and assets, you know, just like any other human. So, Mm. so, yeah. Yeah. No, I was just going to say to kind of go back to where, yeah, we're going to get clean and like, you know, what kind of fun are we going to have? But even with Brendan, he's like tired right now, but he's still, he's having the best time of his fucking life. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like even if you get tired and, um, or even like not really thrilled about recovery, like you can still have fucking fun. For you know, sure. A lot of people get, come into recovery and they're like, what the fuck am I going to do now? Mm. What am I going to do? I mean, I, 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 I was that person. Right. You know what I mean? When I, when I got out, I just knew what I needed to do. And that was go to meetings and, and find somebody that I can work with and all those things. But I never expected my life to be where it's at right now. Yeah. Never. If you would have said to me like, this is day, day one coming into crash. Like your life is going to be like this. You're going to be off fucking paper and you're going to be married and have all these things and blah, blah, you know, like that was fucking so far away. Yeah. So far away. Exactly. Like I, I would have never like thought in a million years, like I'd be okay with just being by myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, my addiction, like, I was by myself, but I would always have to, like, do some shit, be plotting something, you know, but, like, actually, like, being okay with, like, sitting down and watching true crimes and shit like that on TV, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Like, hours, bro. (laughs) Bro, like, we watch this shit for hours, and then, like, we start listening to, like, this podcast and shit like that. Like, I can't even drive somewhere without listening to fucking Morbid. Shout out to Morbid. That's my fucking shit. Oh, that's shit. not good. Who? I, Morbid? Cares. I don't give a Got fuck. him. <laughs> Damn, I just want a knuckle. Give me a knuckle. Yeah. You did that to me when I brought up Joe Rogan, so I had to get right. Is that, was that, a, is that a podcast? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, was it's it like. True, car, true Rhymes? This, what, it's this Joe chick? Rogan? Who no. cares? <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, dude. What's speaking up? about that, I watched this fucking thing on Netflix with, sorry to get off topic, but. With uh, uh, Elon going to going to space, yeah. SpaceX, he was on Joe Rogan smoking weed, which I didn't know about. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's like that, the most priceless photo like, ever, yeah. where he's like, bro, his ha- eyes half cocked and he's staring at the joint with a cloud <laughs> of smoke around him. But just Joe Rogan, yeah, he's a celebrity and he does, but he's probably had way more people on the, the goddamn show than I know about. But I'm like, fuck, I want to listen to that episode because I think fucking Elon is fucking a genius in like so many ways, and I think he's gonna change a lot of shit. I hope so. Yeah, I really do. Like, if he gets this whole Twitter thing, and I hope that he was he's going to be able to, like, fucking take some back because he's a fucking big guy on free speech, you know? Well, yeah, and Jack Dorsey's running unfucking opposed and so is Mark Zuckerberg, and they're able to censor people. And, I, like, I don't have to always agree with somebody who's on the alt-right and, like, are super conservative. Like, I don't always have to agree with you, but I feel like you're entitled to have that fucking opinion, and I shouldn't be able to stop you from having that. Well, yeah, and they, they fucking censor so much, dude. Yeah. Too. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's so many people 
you know, I know one person in particular, like she has been stuck on a certain amount of followers for almost like a year and a half and like, which is fucking crazy. And she thinks back, like I might've posted something that went against some, so, you know, their rules, you know what I mean? Cause if you're not, a, if you're not into the same shit that they're into, like they're going to fucking, you. they're going to shadow ban you. Yeah. It's fucking, that sucks. It's, it's fucking kooky, man. Yeah. It's weird. Sucks. I can't even put little Dirk on one of my videos because then they just block my shit. <laughs> what what does little Dirk have to do with the shit? I don't know. Maybe they don't like him. Maybe <laughs> out there. In the trap. <laughs> Bees in the trap. He's not Bees. too he's not too old either. Elon. Nah, nah. Um he's I think he? early forties. Yeah, early forties. But he was super young in that show. <laughs> like because well, he at least looked it up last night. That show was like three years old. No, no, no! It's just now. It's on Netflix. Oh, the show about Elon. I was yeah, saying yeah, his yeah. Joe Rogan. Oh no, episode. no, no! I know that was, but yeah. dude, in two thousand eight, he was talking about. I the dude is a fucking genius. Mm-hmm. So I've I've seen it on Instagram where it'll show like everything that he's done up to this point, whether it was with Tesla or SpaceX or the tunnels that he's creating, like in L A for the transit system. Like he said he was going to do that back in two thousand six, two thousand eight. Like. And he almost like went broke creating Tesla and he's fucking. He almost went broke doing SpaceX. Yeah. Because they fucking launched three fucking rockets and they fucking crashed. Yep. Or like fucking imploded. And so like you talk about a guy that's like pushing all his chips and says, I'm all in. Could you imagine? Could you imagine, bro? Like fucking put, you know how much money goes into. Yes, I can't imagine putting everything that I love into something (laughs) and be worrying about it blowing up in my face. It's called LFG 1904. No, bro. Like you look, you look at, you're just looking at it in the air and it just. Car sales is my fucking PayPal. Yeah. Think about this though, because they put two people to go to the space center or what is it? The fucking international space station. (laughs) There you go. That's okay. I'm here. But but just imagine watching that. You know what I mean? Knowing that there's two people in that fucking thing, you know, and that can blow up. Because imagine one, being one of the two guys in uh, like, yeah. well, fucking red or black. Let's see what comes up. Oh, double zero. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah, got him. I got him. Bro, this is so fucked. <laughs> Somebody's life, bro. Somebody's yeah, well, brother. <laughs> I didn't ask Straight you to up. be fucking. So you know, up. I didn't ask you to be. Well, I know. Hey, you just got wrong. anyway. Astronaut. It's on Netflix. Go fucking check it out. Yeah, fucking, it was pretty interesting. Go check it out, cosmonauts. Cosmonauts. Hey, real quick too. Sorry, I wanted to say this before the show started. I know we're all over the place, Art. My bad. All good. I just wanted to fucking give a huge shout out to the fucking listeners in Tucson because you guys literally have gone up like five cities. Oh, in rankings? Yeah, Tucson. Shout out to just shout out to the state of Arizona, the forty-eight, the great forty-eight. Yeah. So it goes. It goes. Appreciate the goes. Yeah, San Diego holding us down as fucking. We should should know. (laughs) You know the deal. Yeah, and then Seattle, Denver, (sighs) Atlanta, and fucking Tucson passed up Los Angeles and Riverside. Fucking what? Riverside and all the people in fucking New York City. Uh, well, it looks like about every relative of Rafa. Thank (laughs) you. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) shout out to East Harlem. Yeah. All right. I'm done. Yeah. I mean, like, like, <laughs> that was in, it. But, like, dude, like in Tucson, like, addiction's real big. Bro, Fuck yeah. There's huge. a huge recovery. You know what there. I'm really surprised about? Because I was telling, I think, Brendan the other night, Salt Lake City is f- humongous for recovery. It's like the mm-hmm. number one spot in the fucking country. Yeah. You were talking about that when we passed by, when we were. It, it when, really is. Yeah. So it's like a lot of, a lot of celebs go there too. Right. But I mean, 
I mean, they have so many recovery places, and maybe it's because I mean it's a Mormon state or whatever. I, I don't know what that. Yeah, like drugs are kind of like frowned upon type. But shit. there's a shit ton yeah. of drugs there. Hey, you live? Wow. Did you live there or just like in recovery? No, no, no. I live there, dude. Do the do the Mormons really treat non Mormons like shit? Not no, what's nothing like that. Really? Absolutely. I've heard not. that a I, bunch of times. I worked for a Mormon. And he was super cool. Fucking dude, top pay. Like I was pumping concrete out there. I wish they could remember the guy's name. He was fucking cool as fuck. Oh yeah, so, dude. Shout they take, jo- they take care of whomever. Yeah, like yeah. it doesn't matter if you're Mormon or not. Like, right. they're fucking great, great people. Wow. That's I'm sure why, there's. That's why it's important to uh, trust your experience and not like. Yeah. Hey, honestly, what's been said about what? Yeah, if all of us Damn. fucking got up and said, "Hey, let's move," I would fucking definitely live there. It's fucking gorgeous and there's affordable. So much to do. Yeah, it's, it's affordable. The fucking Harley scene is fucking huge out there. Right. The uh, riding is dope. national parks. Yeah, right. I don't drink alcohol, dope. so I don't care about that. The one thing that's gonna bum yeah. me out: no casinos. Well, yeah, you just have to drive to uh, Reno. No, it's. Uh, in Nevada, what the fuck's it called? Anyways, Reno? No, no, no. It's like right at the, right on the border town. It's fucking here. I'll just look it up real quick. Big bet. I'm here for it. But it's um, yeah, that's where everybody would go, and it's really not that far away. Or you can go to I knew guys that would literally fucking drive to um, Idaho. The buy scratchers and bring them back down. Oh, what the fuck? No, wait. Yeah, yeah, hold yeah, on. There's yeah. no scratchers? So no, the, the no whole zero gambling. Is, 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 zero gambling, and it's like the least alcohol that you could possibly get. So if you go to a wow. bar, you can get a beer, which it's like a fucking near beer down there. Yeah. And then you can get a shot and then order a Coke, too. So you're not going to be able to order, like, mixed drinks. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, But so. there is a lot of drugs. Dude, there's some. There's heroin Coke running is, around there for sure. Yeah. And, and that was like that was my first time oh, hearing about fentanyl because what they would do and that was like the same thing with balloons like I never heard about balloons so you would go to so I knew the lick where they would go because I did relapse while I was there too right no shit but I brought mine I I brought mine from uh, San Diego mm. but I knew about the spot because everybody that had relapsed and came back whatever the you know they all <coughs> talk about it so yeah. um, the homeless shelter. They would all stand around there. And mm-hmm. you can always tell who it is because of their nationality. So you would go to that person and be like, hey, I want white. And it would either be cracking one side of the cheek or it would be fentanyl or heroin on the other side. Damn. And so they would have literally balloons inside their fucking. Crazy. What That's crazy. Damn, I, That's crazy. I can't remember what the fuck. Motherfuckers swallow that shit. They're not going to go nowhere. Drugs <laughs> or casinos. You just can't go in Utah. You just yes. can't go in Utah. Yeah, no. Probably save some money. Windover, but dude, the yeah. Windover, Nevada. Windover, Nevada. Yeah, yeah, is it on yeah. the east side of the state? Yeah, it is. Oh, of course. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. obviously. Yeah. Dude, I feel like when, when you think of Nevada, I think Reno, Vegas, Henderson, that's it. I know. Like, but what the so fuck is going on in the east side of that state? But there's a lot. Uh, there's a fuck ton. Yeah, I've, I've been through there before. It's fucking rad country. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, all that, like, when you go up to Nor- NorCal, too, like, Truckee, all that shit. You know what I mean? It's fucking. Shout out, Jay Brew. Whole different fucking. Truckee. Yeah. Whole different fucking <laughs> lifestyle, dude. Right. What is that like up there? Is it mountains and shit? Dude, it's, it's, it's all green. Nice. So, it's weird. Like, you get to. Like, you get out of San Francisco, because even on the way to San Francisco, it's still, you know, like, it's kind of like here. Urban. But, but mm-hmm. the, they're more, it's more hills, I think. And then... Um, yeah. Uh, we went in the summertime, so, of course, everything was fucking dry. 
I'm sure, obviously, when it's wet, it gets green. Isn't that how that goes, Geograph? That's how it goes. Okay, crawling. <laughs> okay, but no. Photosynthesis. The, the moment that we got up into Sacktown, <laughs> what, what did... Uh, Macramento, baby. Macramento, baby. Yeah, that's right, Jesse. I'm a Jedi <laughs> pimp from Macramento. You, you, get in, you get in this Sacramento and you're like, holy fuck, I'm not even in California anymore. And you're not in the Bay Area. I said it. It's Macramento cr- ain't the Bay. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And Sacramento's sick as fuck, bro. You got right. fucking lakes, lakes, and fucking rivers running everywhere, dude. That's cool. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's all fucking um, like granite rock. So it's like all beautiful white uh, white rock when you're going to Truckee and going into fucking South Tahoe. Fucking sick. Dude, sick. I, I don't know. I'm very spoiled being having lived in SoCal for almost a decade now. Like, I fucking love it down here. I, I, but NorCal, like, I went to Big Sur. I, just I was, went just, to Big I was Sur, just about yeah. to say, didn't you just go to Big Sur? Yeah, I went to yeah. Slow and Big Sur, which were fucking both rad as fuck. Yeah. And uh, for Dustin's bachelor party, we fucking... Didn't go to Big Sur because my chick gave me so much shit about, like, you're going to go to Big Sur without me. Like, I told you I wanted to go there. And then, of course, she's with Elise and the other, uh, all the other girls. And she gets all of them on board with, like, you motherfuckers are not going without us. This is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and uh, that sounds just like Elise. <laughs> <laughs> That's. That's for Nicholas. That's for Nicholas. <laughs> I'm from Arbe. I'm from Arbe. Arbe. <laughs> so we didn't go, but then I went, bruh. Okay, so, and you're more than welcome to fucking cage it on up with us. The next spring trip, LFG trip, will be to Big Sur. How we're doing that, we're not fucking exactly sure, but that's where we're going. No, no, we can easily do it. Then we're going to Vegas in the fall. Jeez. Bing bong. Yeah. We're going to go okay. to Vegas. We, 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 we've decided to do two fucking big rides a year. Instead of one. Mm. And, you know, just just speaking to somebody on the Instagram right now. On the Instagram, I sense old. <laughs> on the, on, on the, the old Instagram. Yeah, on the old Instagram. But, and, you know, the dude's like, hey, when's the next ride? I mean, we get that all the time. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean? We haven't really done that many rides. Because I'm a lot like our friend Tom. It's like, fuck, when you ride everything in San Diego, it's like, dude, I want to go out of state now. Yep. You know what I mean? Bro, like, Tom, I want, Tom's such oh, a savage. Oh, like, oh, I mean, honestly, I really like going into the desert, going yeah. into going to Carly's and going to Brago Springs. Yeah, that's that's fucking, it's just, that ride will never get never. old. But it's like, yeah, let's let's go up to Julian. And I'm like, no, I want to <laughs> fucking ride to Julian. I've done that. Yeah. 6,000 times. You know what times. I mean? Let's go to fucking the hideout. No, I've been there a fucking gajillion times. Like, right. But, you know, whatever. We have beautiful writing areas. I'm not trying to knock the writing areas that we have in San mm-hmm. Diego by any means. However, I am ready to fucking just boot, scoot, and boogie. Like, I want to fucking ride Utah. Boot, scoot, and boogie. Hit the four corners. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, all that cool yeah. shit. Yes. And I know, I know fucking real motherfuckers that ride. They'll be like, say less, homie. Let's yeah, fucking, oh, bruh. Yeah. We have, like, an endless supply of people who are like, yeah. And, like, they work for themselves or they, yeah, like, right. down. Totally. Fucking way down. Shout out to you, Juan. We're talking about you, Bubba. Yeah. Well, yeah. Y'all want to go get a hamburger right now? Yeah, I know. <laughs> In fucking no, it's, no, it's a steak. <laughs> you want to go? Who want to go get a steak in El Paso? Bear, I'm a, I'm gonna go on that trip. I ride. I promise you, I fucking ride my bike. I promise. <laughs> I ride my fucking bike. Where is your bike? No, never mind. We're getting way off topic. Art, I'm sorry. Art, no, it's all good. No, man. go I'm ahead. We can do. We've, we 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 we're actually due for a fucking. Uh, a non, yeah, yeah, we're because there's way too much going on, but right, this is all about you, Art. I mean, Brandon looks like uh, 
the couple days he just described. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, Art, tell me, when's the last time you did a turkey baster up your anal? <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> hey, when's the last time you turkey basted some crack, Cass? <laughs> you didn't go that far, so. Hey. Yet to experience. Hopefully, I don't relapse and uh, find that out. I don't think so. I like <laughs> Hopefully, I don't relapse and find out. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I don't relapse. Hey, y'all be laughing. I did that shit. <laughs> you turkey bases some shit? Yeah, I mean, with the fucking syringe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not with a fucking turkey baser, but that's just like the... In the in the rectal? Yeah, fuck, yeah. Absolutely. You, when you can't fucking find a vein anymore because you're you just so shut the, the fuck out. You just Hold the fuck on. All right, All right so... Yeah, hold on. We're going to... Yeah. Let's slow her down. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, Art. It's fine uh, with me. So, 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 when did this idea come in? You just stick your butt. Of course, somebody's like, "Yeah, your fucking glands and all that are absorbed right more. there." So, uh, instead of just muscling it because you muscle it and then you you create more damage to your Abscess fucking body, and shit. you know. What I mean? And I was already a fucking pus pocket, and I already so my veins are. I've always been like real sh- fucking deep, anyways. I guess that's or, yeah. So I would never. You can never, it was really, really hard to fucking get, you know, a fucking issue. Get an and, issue. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, mind you, I've only done it a few times, but it was fucking, because honestly, I did it and I'm like, well, I'm well, but I didn't, it wasn't like the sensation, like some people were like, oh, you get fucking loaded, dude. Right. You I've know? heard of boofing it e-pills works. and shit and Molly, but like, I didn't know yeah, fucking. It's the same boofing bo- e-pills? What the fuck, fuck yeah. have I been, bro? <laughs> bro, I heard, I heard, I did not try, but you stick an e-pill up your ass, you'd be fucking rolling for a hot minute. Jesus. I mean, the, dope, the dope game is definitely wild, man. Yeah. yeah. You know I mean, like there's lots of things I haven't done. There's a lot of new drugs. Like I didn't even know here of that. To be honest, man, like fentanyl, I never heard of that growing up. I heard about heroin and sure. stuff like yeah. that. Right. But this day and age, you know, like even talking, like I left my friend's house earlier. It was like, yeah, there's something else in this shit these days. Yeah. Everybody's and, you know, cutting them with fentanyl. Yeah. And, 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 and Brent and Mike have told me, it's like, yeah, man, these guys are coming in rough shape, yeah. you know? And so I'm, I'm just, I'm just glad that I've, gotten back to just you know water and food you know yeah, <laughs> you know what i, I admire most about yeah. your recovery art is fucking the spirituality side of it because most people don't like there's a mental physical and there's a spiritual side of right. recovery if we really want to get into it and like that's a connection with something that's just more important than you are and it, c- it could be the light bulb it could be a higher power it could be whatever but your connection to that fucking like that's the message that i always like enjoy hearing because like i i feel there's times where i just feel like i'm alone in a dark room and it's not the case. And like hearing you talk, like I, I would love to get into that. What? How did? Was it always like that for you? No, it's definitely a process. My last, you know, mental mental health collapse and uh, relapse kind of drove me to pursue that area of life a little bit more. And as I study various, you know, psychologists and some philosophers, a, a lot of them explain their experience with that and it it was kind of a spiritual awakening so Mm -hmm. like hard times can really turn out to be something good in the long term but when you're in it you can't see it like dustin was saying like you know if you're new in recovery man don't trust your crystal ball man because Mm -hmm. it's lying to you it it looks dark especially if it's dark if that crystal ball is dark don't believe it man focus on what's right in front of you and, and take it day by day. And that that's kind of what I did. I kind of really went to like the center of myself to find like, you know, peace, man. I just wanted the anxiety to stop and hopelessness to stop. So I just, 
started going down the rabbit hole of studying various, you know, writers, authors, poets. Ever read any like Nietzsche? Uh, Nietzsche, I, I like someone. Nietzsche, he's a really popular one. He is. He has some good quotes. I have a, a document where I've collected some of his quotes. He, he's not one of my favorites, but a lot of the no. guys that I really do like mention him as well. Mm. And he, I, I know he had like Went crazy. A, yeah. I don't know his whole story, but yeah, I know he had a, at least a time where he really went crazy. So it's kind of, it's kind of a touchy area to explore too. Like it's, it's like people love facts, logic, man. This, this life is fucking mysterious, man. There, there's always going to be a ton of shit. Science is not going to figure out. Like I need mm. proof. Show me God, prove it to me. I'm like, ah, you know, I don't, I don't think it really works like that, but that, I think that's what the poets touch on. They like, they say stuff. That's not like concrete science, but you read it and you're like, fuck, there's a truth in there. There's a truth that he's saying, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But you can't, you know, bottle it up like an equation. You can just sense it. I think the spiritual side of life is really kind of a a sense and a connection to life. certain things you just can't explain. Like there's no word to describe a mother who loses their kid. There's none. You could try to Google it and try looking it up, but there's no word for that kind of pain. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a word for, like, the process, but there's no actual word for it. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's just, that like, there's just certain things that, like, you just can't explain with science. Yeah. You know it's, what I'm saying? It's, it's just, like, for me, I, I believe in God. Right. Can I can I prove it? Um, No. I, and I don't think no right. one can. Can anyone prove the afterlife and... And, you know, what happens after death or if anything happens after death? No, but I don't believe it out of the realm of possibility that, you know, like there's a thing called the soul and the spirit, which is like one of a kind, like Mm -hmm. your your soul's been written. It's there's not a there's not going to be a copy. You can't copy another Brendan Rafa yeah. or Dustin, at least the ones sitting in front of me that have a mark that they're, you're distinguished. Like say I was just a, a spirit roaming in the universe. Let's just say, for example, I was roaming right, in the right. universe. I bumped in, you're going to have, I'm going to see a certain trail. I was like, is that fucking you, Brendan? What the fuck? That is you, you fucker. You know what I mean? And I believe that's in the realm of possibility. Now it's way too much to put in a concrete three dimensional like form, like to make it make sense. Right. But if there's one dimension, two dimensions, three dimensions, then there could be four, five, six, and seven dimensions. Mm. I don't know, but you know, so I'm not here to ever argue really spirituality with anyone. I just, I just believe it. And then once I started believing it, I like, it's like transcending the ego because like Mm -hmm. we always look at things in perceptions of relation to ourselves. Yeah. We analyze everything, and there's always a relationship to ourselves. How does this make me feel? How does this benefit me? And once you kind of get past that, to a certain extent, in my opinion, then you just you're kind of just the observer of your own experience and, and all of life. Mm-hmm. And so you don't become a slave to the constant discontent of of the ego and its ferocious tenacious desires that drag us around and right, and right. stuff beat like that. our ass you beat our ass <laughs> yeah. and it's always 
talking, you know, it's always talking. Like my subconscious right now wants a steak and I'm probably like three hours at midnight. You know, I just, <laughs> I just don't know. And so I just kind of observe that and just, I believe like the center of the self or like you as a human being is somewhat, it sounds crazy, but is outside the realm of your brain. Mm. Like you're like, the brain is where you operate, but I just think there's a seat that's called you and you're kind of the observer. Like you can transcend like your biological experience, like how you're wired. Right, you're, right. you're wired to desire sex. You're wired to desire food. You're, you're wired to just go to the bathroom. A lot of things are automatic. Right. But you can override that because you're a human being where I think the rest of the animal kingdom just operates on that instinctual level. That's free will. Yeah. Yeah. So nice. Can, yeah. I like that. But yeah. I mean, life's just to be alive and in recovery is such a blessing. man. For me, it's like, what a miserable existence to think that like I'm it. Like it begins and ends like, right. Like I don't want to fucking, that just sounds like a fucking, I, it makes sense why like you hear about philosophers losing it mm-hmm. and fucking just dying. Like, going insane mm-hmm. and uh because i remember being in jail and reading a lot of philosophers like voltaire and i read nietzsche and voltaire he like is great i love he yeah some, yeah, some yeah. of these guys have such great wit they're so fucking funny yeah and none of them really come off of uh, as arrogant yeah, but they're just, just very say, witty they're just yeah. funny man they're, they're just human and they just analyze in depth the nature of the human being in life so mm. there's another french one it's like uh discarat Descartes. 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 It's it looks like Descartes, but it's Descartes. Descartes? Another fucking banger. I I don't really care for the French. Yeah. Uh, Nothing personal. Two time World War champs. We'll be there for the third. (laughs) All right, that was pretty shitty. Yeah. Can't take that back though. (laughs) The World (laughs) War is out there. It's it's done. Pickle slices. Damn, you are pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) But like, uh, (laughs) for me, I think the spirituality side. It revolves around like a, it's more morality based. Like, just do the be a fucking good person, right? Don't be a shitty person. Yeah, like, I think that's what like all those religions. When you think the big you, three: you Islam, know, yeah. Judaism, and Christianity. Yeah, throw in Buddhism. Throw in Buddhism. It's yeah. all relative to just yeah. being a fucking good moral yeah. human. Yeah, from yeah. a genuine heart, man. I think if if there is a God and He does give us a personal evaluation, it, 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 in my opinion, is like. How how sincere and genuine your spirit is, right? You know what I mean. It's kind of like the analogy of like, you know, the 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 Jesus story, for example. You know, we'll just use that real quick. The the woman that had like two pennies or whatever, two little coins, and and there was a rich dude, and the rich dude gave like ten grand or whatever, and the 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 woman went up to the altar and she gave literally all she had, which which a couple coins, and gave it to the to to God or whatever to do. So so. I think that's what it boils down to is like how, how genuine you are in your giving of kindness of any type. Like it's, well, as that story goes, uh, isn't it? um, It was something like that. Yeah. That's exactly how it goes. But I think, isn't it Jesus that says uh, to the guy who gives the money, well, why would she get in before I did? Well, you gave a portion of what you have. She gave everything. Yeah. Right. And people, they, that you, that story has been translated to like, the uh you had forty dollars and you gave me twenty, but my homie had ten and he gave me ten. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and that's just to, to I think to give you a scope. Like the per if you have forty and you gave your 
friend 20 because that's what you could do but you gave it like in a brotherly fashion like Selflessly. you weren't like yeah you were like ah oh, you know this is what i can do and it was from a genuine spirit of love there was not like well am i gonna get this back later or is there a little interest coming back or <laughs> you owe me one now it's just like freely given right yeah. but you know i think with all religions especially when it gets very um argumentative it's it's just kind of pointless like you sum it up man like I'm trying to do, do good, you know. And it detracts from the whole reason you get involved <laughs> yeah. in it, bro. Yeah, I'm trying to do good, not bad, as best I can. I've done some bad. I'm not proud of the bad, but God can for me give me. I can't go back and undo the bad, so I'm just trying to do good now. So because that that makes sense to do good now as best I can. Like you keep it really freaking simple because the, you know, I I'm Christian. I believe in the life of Christ. I don't know for sure, but that's just what I believe. Right. But when it, when certain Christian like arguments is like I don't know about that, you're kind of getting cut and dry. And if you don't confess with your your mouth of Jesus is Lord, you're going. I don't know about that. You know his life and the way he lived may may have <laughs> confessed that he believed in the ways of Christ. For example, right? You know, and I, I read all of it like Buddhism, like. Truth is truth. Good advice is good advice. I don't care who says it. True. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't attach. I don't take. Yeah, even if a cold-blooded murderer said something, like, that profound. Made sense, yeah, I, w- I would take that. You know, fuck. Not not fuck him, but, like, I don't really care. You know what I mean? I mean, lots, a lot of times people listen to, like, famous people because of credibility, and they call that, like, the ethos. Like, well, why should I listen to you? Why should recovering... New recovering addicts listen to us. Well, we got a few years under our belt, and we have a little experience. So that's that's like our background of why you might want to listen to us. But you know, if if it's just pure logic and it makes sense, then then run it. You know, do well, your own experience. Perfect example for the last twenty one years, America has been at war with the Middle East. What gets demonized? Islam. What is like the most like moral and like living a good life muslims yeah but americans because of like our ecocentric situation we're like oh well they all have to be radicals and it's like no you degenerate if you knew fucking just a little bit about them you know they're just good wholesome people that just want to give and love but there's always going to be a 10 percent that are fucking psychopaths right, it, it, and are operating off a of fourth grade education have you been to fucking bowling green kentucky yeah you know it, what i'm saying it, there's some the worst i mean generalizations generalizations hey, guess what? we're gonna pick up some kentuckys now good job bro hey no big deal pentecostal you, I know. you know fire and brimstone you hey, know real so, quick, i went to ahead. fucking church today right because i go on christmas and easter but I swear this motherfucker was talking to me today. And this was the first time like I really maybe paid attention. I don't know. But he was like, <clears throat> he was like, look, if stop this- jerking off in the bathroom. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, you baldy. <laughs> I, I see you. You got two more passes on yeah. those. So, <laughs> yeah, you're going down. <laughs> I mean, I, w- I wish I had. I, I mean, I have what Ian calls wet brain because I can't remember a fucking thing. But. <clears throat> It, it, it went along with, you know, if you're this is your first time here, you know, basically welcome. It's almost like when when somebody's sharing that, you know, at a meeting and you're like, mm-hmm. wow, this motherfucker's talking to me. Or, you know, you just are like you can relate with everything that he's sharing. Mm-hmm. This guy was really good today, you know. So and, you got a camera shot? Type yeah, I did. Yeah. I told Elise on the way home, like, wow, I got fucking chicken skins twice. And I don't ever get that. 
You know what I mean? You've I been really, getting them a I lot lately. When you get what you just described, man, I, I, I feel like, I don't know, science might call it something else, but you called it chicken skins. What do we call them? Goosebumps. Yeah. I feel like that's a spiritual experience. I do because, too. Because I do too. when I do have them, and there's a period of times where I didn't have none, none and I, I just feel so empty, but the, the reason I say it's a spiritual experience is because, like, my... My mode of thought when I get those goosebumps are like kind of good and pure. There's nothing negative or ugly going through my my state of mind when I get right. those goosebumps. So, and I've heard people call them God bumps, and I'm sure science will come up with something like, "Oh, well, this is why you get those." But to me, that's kind of a spiritual thing. Yeah, um, it's yeah. a release of serotonin and dopamine that causes your nervous system to contract. Yeah, it sounds sounds about right. right. Yeah. With science. But but what causes that? Fuck you. Scientific moments with that? Brendan Graham. But what caused that? <laughs> that could be your connection to your higher power. That could, that that comes that comes from probably the will and the thoughts of the will, and then the thoughts of the will goes through the body and creates those things. Those things. Yeah, just talked about. a thousand fucking percent. Right. right. I don't. I don't not doubt that. I don't. Right. I, I, I would uh, fucking much rather it be uh, a connection to something bigger than myself than just the way my miraculous body was put together. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like I, I, I sometimes think like, you know, as as we like because we've been so emotionally detached from everything that like all of a sudden now we are, you know, more open to new ideas and new new concepts and stuff like that. That like every now and then something happens and that you feel completely like empathetic to or like you could completely feel with and then you just fucking have that. You just have your body just has that reaction to it. Like it doesn't know how to break it down. And you're it's just fucked like, up. yeah, it's, it's wild. so fucked up. You know, I'm getting I'm getting older now. Yeah. And then I'm getting really just fucking spiritually fit. I swear to God, right, I feel right. like that I am. Right. And and it's it's not like I, I haven't worked. I've worked my steps. You know what I mean? And I work my traditions. And but but that's it. You know, but I I feel like. I don't know, man. Because now, now I just you're, feel like a whole different person. Right. I just wish that it, cool. I just wish that I would be able to have it like gradually, because yeah. I feel like now I can watch a fucking movie and be like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and it feels great because I bottled those fucking feelings for so long, yeah, so long. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I mean, I just if if I would even remotely start to cry, my stepdad would smack me on the back of the fucking head. Yeah. I mean, intense. that's why, and that's why. I, with the head with me, it's fucking such a sensitive thing. You know that's, what I mean? I've intense, almost, I almost yeah. fought like two of her friends because they didn't and didn't know because it's so triggering. Mm-hmm. And it's, I just, I just wish though, like I would be able to feel feelings, but just like gradually, not fucking, <laughs> not all a waterfall. Lunch. Yeah, to where it's just like, but it's almost like it's the like same a, thing. It's extreme. Yeah, it's like the like the rage that I used to have though too. Yeah, I mean. That was the exact same. So it's like yeah. uh, it's, it's I'm taking one for the other, which obviously yeah. it's a lot better, mm-hmm. right? But still, it's like fuck me, man. Yeah. And I already know like why it's coming. I'm gonna be a fucking mess, dude. And I'm oh yeah, to I'm gonna be the only man. one in the room. It's gonna be fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, wow. It's gonna be me, Elise, oh, yeah? and Dustin because I didn't get to be at the wedding, so I get to be in the fucking <laughs> oh, delivery nice. room. Yeah. I'm very excited. It's gonna That's be so right. rad. <laughs> Sorry, Patty. Sorry, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Step outside, please. What's your mother's name? What's that? What's your mother's name? Terry. 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 Sorry in advance. Yeah, yeah. she understands. Y'all I just gonna have know. to fall in behind old B Graph. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a piece of shit sometimes. Only when I'm sleepy. It's, it's cool, man. We're all, we're all super blessed for sure. 
I'm glad we fucking tapped into that because you like I I know I knew I knew and know your background and where you are with your faith and you broke that down from a completely like fucking all seeing like overlook. You know what I mean? I like yeah. that. That was fucking Yeah, just I just don't I, I just I don't I just don't like rigid points of view. Because I think uh, when you have a rigid point of view, then you stop thinking. Mm-hmm. You, you, you have the answer. And, like, so everything, like, all my beliefs, is I'm always questioning. Even shit I say is, like, well, is that what I'm always questioning myself. Not that I don't have convictions in what I say and what I believe, but I never stop. I never stop thinking. Closing your mind. Yeah. Never, like, cut Fuck and dry. Yeah. This is how it is. This is how it is. And especially when you're, like, debating or having discussion, man. A lot, a lot What I see a lot of times is is once, you know, the emotions get too high, it's there's no point. You I feel I mean? the same way. Because if we can't generally discuss something without tempers flaring or like people getting i'm like why the fuck would i talk about it then yeah like, i'm not out here trying to make enemies i'm just trying to get you to think differently but if you're so stuck on what you fucking believe in or you're so convicted in that like yeah it's, it's one side's coming from like a moral high ground and the other one's coming from a moral high ground it's like man, man i'm just discussing this man i don't right. i don't hate people but this is just how i see it and especially on some sensitive topics but Something you talked about a little bit earlier I mentioned was was generalizations. I think generalizations as far as discussion and talking about topics, it has its place, right? Whether it's race, sex, any uh, single uh, issue any, voter. Any, any yeah, any anything you can group a, a a part of society in, right? Bikers, whatever. Grouping <laughs> like when you make statements group, it, it really takes the individual out of it. Like for example, like I I don't I don't really know black people. I know I know my friend Jesse, fifth grade. He's a cool guy. I know that one person whose skin tone was of darker complexion. I know a person. Like I don't know black people. Like saying black people is like, oh yeah, I've met every single black person in the world, and they're this, right? You know, so it. It's and like that, blanket statements. Yeah, type and, and a lot of times those blanket statements and generalizations, it's 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 it it has its purpose sometimes as far as discussion, but sometimes it just takes like um, people out of it. Like every time, like for example, if if you you or Dustin hear white people and you hear someone say white people this, and there's an identification. Well, I'm I'm white, so what do you have to say about that? You know what I mean? Yeah. There's this, uh, you know, so it, it kind of. I, I think it'd be better to say, like, if you wanted to talk about group dynamics, like, okay, in my uh, experience, a, a good percentage or approximately in my estimation, 30% <laughs> of whatever bikers are cool or whatever you, however you want to say it, but white I, I people just, walk on their carpet with shoes. Yeah, like white people are just mean and they all want to have slaves. Like, come what on, the man. Fuck? That, like, that's not true. It's not true. There's yeah, like, it is. Like, it was at one point. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what happens. But I mean, this day and age, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. just like, oh, I just, I just know people I've met and gotten to know. And you know, what's crazy. Yeah. So I was on YouTube fucking down the rabbit hole just like hitting next. Yeah. Watch this next video and this next video. And yeah. like my YouTube is very like, it's like you said, the two very moral high grounds, and I like to meet in the Valley of Compromise. Mm. But it was talking about how uh, racism was invented like in the colonial era by fucking rich landowners because there was poor white people, and then there was Irish, and then there was black people that 
we're, work, we're working together. So the rich people are like, how do we fucking stop these people from uprising? Oh, we'll introduce that these black people are less than so that the poor white people will stop complaining about being poor. And that's how they like introduced racism. And yeah. it was just oh, generationally turned into what it is now. Yeah, it's cra- it's crazy, man. Yeah. It's it's crazy. And, and then there's always stats about like, you know, whatever. White people are, are, there's more of a prevalence of this illness with white people or black people. It's just like, dude, if they just grouped every people's like people and they just get the overall percentage and, and, and whatever. And if they want to do some critical analysis but until that gets taken out there's always going to be conflict and it's always in in the news the paper in the news like eminem says the paper the news every day it is bullshit you know what i mean it's it's kind of kind of just generalizations to to find a bad guy fuck you you fucking democratic liberal you fuck you know what i mean it's like i'm on whatever you redneck fucking i'm on this i'm on this team like man just just have your personal opinions state them um, and, I, and, I, and and argue your position. I don't mean argue, but state right. your position. And if it makes sense, then you're going to convince some people. Like, okay, that that makes sense. But it it's been it's like too combative these days. I think. And you I know think, what's most annoying about that? I'm sorry. I'm gonna get this out, and I'm gonna let you go. Yeah. The most annoying part about that is people can't see through the fucking forest through the trees that it's not us this common folk the middle class it's that it's the haves versus the have-nots and if we could just put all that shit aside like i'm, I'm gonna go down and put on my tinfoil hat the government doesn't give a fuck about us like that's like that's mm-hmm. a major fucking issue that people just can't seem to fucking get right now like mm-hmm. it's coming the revolution is going <laughs> it's fucking coming and your boy Spine b graph together your boy b graph silence us will be on COVID. the front lines with the guerrilla warfare with the fucking warriors of latter day okay it's fucking <laughs> happening i haven't found that click yet but if you, you could fucking suss me out now fucking vet me i'm dtf <laughs> down to fight <laughs> or fuck <laughs> whichever comes first say you're down to fuck wow yeah. Yeah, down to fuck the government. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Bro, just I haven't happened? paid my taxes in 12 years. <laughs> it's been a long weekend, long weekend. Yeah, yeah, been yeah, fucking yeah. them for 12 fucking years. <laughs> down the. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, like my whole thing is like, I don't, I don't like blanket statements, and also, um, one of the things I don't like is like when people say racism and stuff like that. They, they genuinely like think white and black, but like with me. It's, it's, that's not the case. Like, with me, like, I was too... Because I grew up in Brooklyn, in New York. And because I was Puerto Rican and Dominican, I was... I couldn't hang out with the black kids. You know, because black kids, they were like, nah, nah, son, you you, you, you kick it over there, homie. Because, right. you, like, you you too light-skinned for us. <laughs> for real. Light-skinned dudes have always had it rough. And then, and then Puerto Rican, Puerto Ricans and Dominicans would see me and be like... Nah, you from Brooklyn, bro. Like, go kick it over there, bro. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, so, like, that's how that's how it was for me growing up. I you mean, know, like, I didn't, I didn't, like, so, like, I when mean, I kind of grew up like you, Rafa. Basically. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there's the there's the there's the the primary like you know European or African American or Asian. Okay, you guys, you guys, you guys get kind of your own identity, and and I'm kind of yeah. split, man. I'm like Norwegianese. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Norwegianese. <you know? laughs> <laughs> I'm bipolar. I'm bipolar. You know what I'm saying? It's that's cold good. in Norway and it's hot in Vietnam. So that's the origins of bipolar. So you're just Sorry. a fucking Viking. 
Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I got Viking descent. I mean, you your know? last name is hella Viking. Yeah, it's, it really it's is. No. Viking with some kung fu skills. Hey yo, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, it's it's Viking yeah. with a heavy rice I, diet. Like Rafa, man, I dealt with that too. Like, where yeah. the fuck do I fit in? I fit yeah. fit in on the playground playing sports. I know I fit in there. And then mm-hmm. middle school, I tried <laughs> to hang with the Asians and. They didn't want to jump me in, but they jumped my white homeboy in right in front of me. I was like, this, 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 this racial situation, culture thing is confusing to me. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And then I, I look Mexican as fuck. You know, you know how many <laughs> I mean, times. The I've shaved head is really hooking you up. <laughs> it's great. You know, I, I might have to start growing out my hair, but you know how many times <laughs> I've been racial profiled by uh, older Mexican ladies? A bunch. Yeah. You know, speaking some Spanish to me. Mijo. Mijo. <laughs> exactly. Mijo. <laughs> then look at me crazy for not speaking Spanish I'm like, and literally shame me. I'm like, fuck, I should. I mean, I live in San Diego. I should have. Should have picked up on something. Yeah, man. But it's. See, Abolita? The eyes can deceive us. We're not susceptible, just like. It's that powerful mustache and that shaved head, dog. It's not hooking you up. Hold on. The mustache is real Rico Suave. (laughs) And he's got some down ass full socks on, too. Well, honestly. Probably rocking some dickies. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't. Going into race, everybody, it's like you have to fit in every part of your life. That's true. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter. There's no racisms there. You know what I mean? There's no race there. You're constantly when you're growing up, you got to fit in, mm. and when you get older, you got to fit in too. Yeah, you, and that's what happened. I mean, I just, I always just hung out with people I thought were cool, and they kind of thought I was cool too. And you just yeah. hang out. Yeah, like my know? friends, my friends growing up in New York, they were just like, it was wild. It was wild. Like I had, I had a homeboy that was like straight up gothic. Yeah. Nice. He was he was Puerto Rican. He had like fucking one one contact that was like green. This nice. fool's talking he about six like nine. Yeah. <laughs> he had like a straight up. He had like a straight up. Nah, we don't run with snitches around here. But uh, so so he had like a straight up trench coat. He had a straight up trench coat and like fucking big ass boots and shit. And he was Back just, in the Marilyn Manson days. Nah, I mean it was straight up one of them cats. Like oh, you just sure, really. They would get it. So he would get into fights, bro, and like. Be conflicted because we like dog. My, my boy's losing, and like we want to jump in, and he's like, "No, I like it." <laughs> <laughs> and then the kid he fights Jesus doesn't come to school Christ. the next day because he's probably a school shooter, bro. Like the kid yeah, listening like, to tools, yeah. crazy, bro. The, the type of cats I was kicking away were just like real eccentric, I guess you could say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. But like one of my friends was like straight up from Nigeria, <laughs> straight the fuck up. Probably had like, a deep, crazy voice and stuff. Crazy ass <laughs> accent and shit. Yeah, yeah straight. That's what I mean. Wore sandals and fucking winter. Hey, mom. Sick. Oh, that's, that's Jamaican, that's bro. Right. <laughs> he was, he was actually, right me at a beach, boy. <laughs> you are about influ- his dad. I'm this is an island boy. Hey, this is his dad. This is his dad. He goes, you are a bad influence on my son. I oh. do not want you to hang out with my son no more. That's a good. Like, I bought him. Accent. I bought him. Sne- I bought him sneakers. We're in the middle of fucking winter. This dude has fucking sandals on. Oh, boy. And I was like, bro. The old Jerusalem cruisers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, bro, you need. <laughs> I was like, bro. Christ Force shit. Ones. I was like, Christ bro. Christ is risen. I was like, bro, Roll that you rock. Need, bro, you need some fucking, you need some kicks, bro. You can't be mobbing around the streets like this. So I got the, I got him some sneakers. We go by his, we go right by his dad. Some shell top Adidas guys, or Air Force hey, Ones. Do you guys notice? Air Force Ones. Yeah, right. The moment yeah. Rafa starts talking about his childhood, he immediately all starts, of a sudden he just starts talking. 
Yo, I, like, I got him some little sneakers. Yeah, so I got him some sneakers. New York comes out. New York comes out. Yeah, well, yeah. every time. Well, we got him. We got him. We some got him sneaks. Some, we got him some sneaks. <laughs> <laughs> and then no, go ahead. I'm fine. Then, then we walk by his dad's restaurant, and his dad just comes out to smoke us. What the fuck is that on your feet? Terror Squad. <laughs> uh, what right, the what? fuck? What the fuck is that on your feet? <laughs> you get away from my son. You are a bad influence on my son, dude. And like that shit fucked me up as a kid because I was like, damn, you just took you just took away the homie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then it was back to me and Victor, crazy ass white boy. <laughs> it's crazy. No, I like it. I like getting hit in the face. Let's go to Washington Square Park and score some PCP. <laughs> Come on, Raphael. I swear, I think you're you like my little Ninja Turtle. <laughs> Cowabunga, motherfucker. <laughs> Where's Don? Where's Donatello? Yes. <laughs> Did you guys know that all the Ninja Turtles are named after like famous inventors painters. or painters? painters yeah. yeah. Famous yeah. All right. Who can name them all? Raphael, Raphael, Donatello, Michelangelo, Leonardo, DiCaprio. No. Raphael. That's it. That's, That's it. Yeah, there's only four of them. Yeah, I know. I was <laughs> testing you and your motherfuckers passed. What was <laughs> Name all the Power Rangers. Blue. Red, blue. <laughs> Y'all ain't shit. Why, they had names? They had names. Oh, wow. All right, let's think. The Tommy, Green Ranger. Tina. Billy? Tina. The no, there was no Tina. Trina. The yellow chick. The Tr <laughs> Trina. Trina. There you go. That Talk about racial profiling. The Power Rangers <laughs> is fucking on there, dog. Let's get this right. So Kimberly, the white girl, is the pink ranger. Right. Tommy, the edgy guy, is the green ranger. Right. The white dude... Jason is the fucking Red Ranger. <laughs> the, Zach, the only black dude on the show, is the Black Ranger. Oh, With the woolly mammoth. And then the nerdy fucking white kid, Billy, is the Blue Ranger. Hey, but the, the Power Rangers bit their uniforms off of Voltron, right? Facts. You mm -hmm. remember Voltron, I do. right? Yeah, yeah. I never watched yeah, Voltron. Yeah. That was beyond Voltron. me. Yeah, that that we, yeah. he's a little older. I'm a little uh, older. I liked yeah, Voltron. Yeah. Bro, I was so into Power Rangers. Do y'all remember when you could get the tidy whities that had like your favorite show on them? Oh and yeah, be I on the butt. I would wear them backwards so I could be like, "Look, Power Rangers!" He keeps bobbing hey. around with a thong already. See, me and me and oh, R like, damn, in, fuck in you. The, we're in the He Man. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, He Man. He Man was the shit. Yeah, He Man. Fucking uh, Night Rider. Yeah. Airwolf. Fuck around and find Airwolf. Airwolf. Never heard oh, of that one. Yeah, name the car. Name the car for Night Rider. Kit. Yeah, fuck with damn, y'all are old as fuck. For me, it was a. I didn't even have the original Transformers. I had the ones where they were dinosaurs. Oh, that was Transformers. That was it was late Transformers, in the game. but it was a uh, it was, was like a they, digital. They, they also had Autobots. Remember Autobots? I do remember yeah. Autobots. Yeah. Auto, wait, was that different than Transformers? Yeah, it was a little different. Yeah. Same same idea. Same idea, just a little different. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I had. It was very quickly Power Rangers, Pokemon. <laughs> Oh, Pokemon was the shit, bro. Yeah, that was way later, bro. Yeah, yeah well, y'all were already in high school, bro. Y'all have Pogs and shit? We did Pogs for a little bit. Bro, what yeah. you know about I'll, the milk? Hey, did y'all ever hustle grown, anybody? I was grown by then. I was watching the little, little youngsters play Pogs. Yeah. Hey, little homie. Let me get them Pogs. Yeah, well, that's a dope-ass Pog you got right there. I know. There. I remember, like, fucking nerds. <laughs> you're, a sl you're a slammer. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 God, what a come-up, though. If you could have come up with Pogs, it was just cardboard cutouts that were yeah. fucking circles. What a come up and just put some cool right. fucking holographic tape on it. Right. God, millionaire. Somebody, somebody's grandpa is like fucking floating in a pool with fucking 30-year-olds running around being like, 
Uh, fucking thank you, Pugs. Yeah, yeah. like what? Made it. They had fucking uh, in New York. We used to play uh, Scully. It was like so. You take the milk caps off. You put wax in them, and you put like a little like a quarter or penny inside of it, and then you put the wax over the top, and then you just got knock your homeboy's milk cap off the table. That sounds complex. So you're playing quarters. No, I've, I've heard of this game. It was invented by Biggie Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and his, his good friend, Mr. Big hey, L. Hey, you bring the hot wax? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We about was, to get was down. Scully. I was about was to say, shit. I would like to see what that looks like. That, that seems like really like a lot going on. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then you like put like I mean, really creative, too. Well, you put like the different like sh- the different waxes in there and shit. Make your shit look sick. What? So like, yeah, yeah. like different colors? Yeah, different colored wax. Google it right now. Scully, dude. I don't know. Did Google you guys it. ever play Bloody Knuckles with nickels? Where you'd yeah. spin it and then you'd have to punch each other's hands? Oh, yeah. That. We also... <laughs> yeah, what type that, of shit was that? Y'all making fun of yeah, my or, shit? Or, or, yeah. You do like this, yeah. right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all fucking out here just beating yeah. each other up? Yeah. And then as we got older, we played more vicious games. Like you'd fucking put an ice cube between you and your homie's arm or a cigarette. And if you did the ice cube, you poured salt on it and it would fucking burn your skin. But the cigarette was also pretty gnarly. I never did that one. Yeah, you would, I would see dudes that have like line to be like, I got so drunk this weekend. Right. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Yeah, childhood is pretty crazy. We all have our stories for sure. I know I have mine. Some crazy ones. All right, let's hear it. Just a random one? Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> all right. Well, not drug drug related. No, that's but fine. I was like third grade. It's like a it's like a fucking Power Ranger. Yeah, that's why it says he makes his own pogs. Yeah, he yeah, made he I made guess. his own pogs. I guess, man. Those are kind of cool. Like, you can make candles, probably, too. That's what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of crafty. No, but it sounds cool. make candles, I mean, too. Bro, we used to take our mom's, like, fucking broomstick and play baseball. So. I mean, look. <laughs> oh, yeah. Going outside and play stickball. Yeah, no, stick hey, I love my sister, man. She's she's ball, she's, all that shit. She's cool, man. She's always looked out. She's my little sister. But let, let me tell you, man. I know for the fact that WWF moves really do hurt. That's <laughs> my sister. I Absolutely. Mean, Boston Crab figure four, she can attest. How far apart are you? Uh, two and a half years. Okay. I mean, I had her in the, you know, figure four, all that. <laughs> Crossface Crippler. Yeah, dude, like, she on, got the DDT. DDT, yeah, yeah, all yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. So Bro, same here. She, yeah, I she was, could catch yeah, all that. Yeah, I, I was like, giving I, my I'll younger give brother the... Hey, Goldberg, the homie, back this Goldberg spear. Spear I'm going to spear tackle the fuck out of you. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you used to give people the rock bottom. Oh, yeah. Fucking give people the fucking stone cold stunner, you know? God, that was a Scor- big part. The scorpion or the sharpshooter. Sharpshooter, like, yeah. yeah. God, the walls of Jericho. That was the one I used to. I love that shit. <laughs> I love that. Kind of grew out of it, but back in the day. Damn, they have the new one that I see a lot is the RKO, where you see somebody get RKO'd into a pool. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. No, that was it. Oh, okay. I was thinking something. So let's let's do a round table of like a childhood injury. Oh. Like, does everyone have mm. one? Oh yeah, like a, a good child. I have let's, a really let's, fucking good let's, one. Let's you go do this. Yeah. You, you go okay, first. so take it off, bro. I used to always fuck with my bike, taking the pegs on and off, and my chain would get loose because you loosen the tires. And uh, I remember I was checking the tension for the chain, and I was at home alone. And I was on my sitting on my bike checking the taint, chain tension behind me, and then I accidentally rolled backwards and caught these two fingers uh, in the fucking chain in the gear. Uh, it was man. fucking brutal. <laughs> and oh, I remember being like, ow! And then having to be like, oh, 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 and roll my fingers forward, out, or backward. I forget what was it. It would have been, been forward. 
Yeah, roll them yeah. forward to get my fingers out. Yeah. And then just calling my mom, I got my fingers. She's like, what the fuck are you talking about? What did you do? And like almost clipped, like almost took my fingertips off. That's crazy. It's fucking man. gnarly. I've I never. It's hard listening to stories. I'm not a gruesome anatomy. Let me see your finger chopped <laughs> off type of dude. Yeah. So even hearing a, a story, I'm like, ah, like fuck. Yeah, I know. the physical pain. Oh my god. I'm very fortunate as a kid. I have not broken a bone except for really. Yeah, I to date yeah. have not wow. broken a bone yet. Really? Shit. Okay. That for now. That leads me into my story. Ooh. Ooh. So. You guys were talking about fucking turtles, right? I was Domitello. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I remember, so after that incident, I, I think I talked about it with uh, my neighbor when I bit him. Uh-huh. I might have been on a different episode. I don't know. If you you talked about it. <laughs> Anyways. Um, <clears throat> so I was, uh, after that, my grandfather was like, hey, we're going to put you in Kung Fu. I'm like, cool, whatever. You know, I'm seven years old. So here I am. Fucking with a fucking broomstick, thinking I'm Donatello. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. All this shit. Yeah. I'm riding over to the homies, and the fucking stick somehow fucking got into my front tire and <sighs> threw me right over the fucking bars <laughs> and shattered my fucking wrist. Oh. Shattered. Like, fucking. Which one? You did an endo. You, did an endo. Right. you went forward. I did an endo. And oh. I, so I, I did an endo, and I went obviously like this, and then. Just gone. Rap. Yeah. Obliterated. Oh, God. Jeez. Donatello days? Over. Over. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that Ninja Turtle. Yeah, motherfucker. Oh, I, I've broken some bones, but that's just on the baseball field. But when I was in, uh, like, about the third grade, right before I left Wisconsin, I had a neighbor, um, Kevin, and, and, you know, I would hang out with them. And it's wintertime. It's the middle of winter in Wisconsin. It's cold. So, and the school's right across the s- street. And there's like some hills. There's just built up snow piles that basically turn to ice. Mm. So we took our sleds up there, and there's it's like a plateau on the top. So you know, I, I'm a thrill seeker. I'm an addict. <laughs> I need it to be exciting. So I put my sled down on the top. Right, I'm getting a running start. I'm about to slide down this thing. I'm fucking gone. I run. I jump over it. I, I miscalculate. I jump over it and literally like ice peel my face off. <laughs> oh. Like I'm bleeding my ass off. And my, Kevin looks at me like he'd seen a monster. He's like, ah! <laughs> I just ran home. Jesus. And I went home and, and my dad was like, all right, he's going to be all right. Mom's freaking out. <laughs> and the next day I went to school because I wanted perfect attendance and, and everyone in the hallways was just looking at me like, what the fuck uh, are you doing here? You yeah. look fucked up, dude. <sighs> Straight pilt my face off. Oh, <laughs> ice burned your face off. 80s, yeah. huh? Yeah. <laughs> 80s, right? Am I right? You're going to yeah, fucking yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You have broken bones? Nope. Okay, you're going to school. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to school. That's right. Pretty much. You don't look like you're dying. Yeah. Right. Get your ass up. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, like, we used to have, like, um, so this is when I was living with my, uh, I was about, I don't know. I was real young. So, like, the story, like, got told to me by my mom. And uh, the door at my grandmother's house was, like, one of those fucking, like, police. You can't. Cops cannot get into this fucking door, bro. It's, like, the heaviest fucking. The big metal gate with the key that you don't know who has it. Bro, this shit. (laughs) This motherfucker was, like, solid steel. It had, like, this little fucking lip on 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 the outside of the door. And then it had, like, 
three fucking padlocks and shit like that. And then it had like this thing that like a hole in the ground and a stick that went into it and shit like that. Jesus. And locked into it. Like this is straight up like in the projects in New York. Right. And I fucking go and I push the door closed because my grandfather just left and I pushed the door closed. And this, like you see the little star right there? Yeah. Well, that's my mom doing stitches with fucking crazy glue. <laughs> Yeah. Damn, that's a pretty good job. Yeah. Let mom, me see. Mom hooked you up. Yeah, on the Damn. Yeah. So like, who would have thought of that? Oh my god. Yeah. So I yeah. closed the door. That's good. I closed <laughs> it, bro. I closed the door, and my fucking finger just got ripped off. Like the fucking, the the meat would just got ripped off, and I was just like this. My mom says she found me just like this behind the like because I never used to cry, so like she found me just like this behind the couch, like trying to stop it from bleeding. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Brutal. Like, there was just blood, all, like, this trail behind the couch, just like that, like this. And then, like, because we used to get our ass whooped a lot when we were kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My grandmother did not play. <laughs> there was no <laughs> games. <laughs> there was no games. We getting our ass whooped. And, yeah. and then, like, and I was just like that behind the thing. And, like, you know, my mom was just, like, looking at it, and she just put glue on it, bro. That's like fucking that. awesome. And then, like, every time it, like, puffed up and shit, like, what a pus or whatever like if you look in the middle there's like these little stab things where she would just like push the pus out yeah, people you know, listening you right now you they're didn't, like you, Fuck didn't. you guys i can't see <laughs> shit <laughs> you don't need stitches nah you, you don't you all you need is crazy right, glory, guys, buddy oh uh, <laughs> uh, we would need to put out a disclaimer to uh you know <laughs> promote super gluing wounds together <laughs> i almost hacked off my fingers with a fucking uh hedge trimmer once when I was high as a fucking kite Jeez. had no business operating this hedge trimmer and I went to like touch it and I had my finger on the trigger and I touched it and like this <laughs> what do you expect to happen what were you thinking <laughs> so bro? there's stitches on my middle finger and then my pinky tip I just remember and it's like and I was like ow again <laughs> and I'm like looking at my skin in this fucking hedge trimmer and, like, I have no business. Let me explain where I'm at, too. Like, oh, I'm shit. 22. I'm out of the Marine Corps. And I'm, like, a fucking mess. And, like, me and this other dude that I had met in a rehab had fucking bailed on it. And he somehow talked to this dude who was a, a Freemason and was willing to take a chance on us. And, like, he had this four-apartment complex. And we were going to live in it and remodel it. Mind you, I have... No fucking idea what I'm doing with just about anything. And this dude has an elaborate set of fucking power tools. And we're just like destroy. Like it lasted for like three weeks. And then I ended up going home and getting going to jail. But it was wonder what this nail gun does. Yeah. I'm going to paint a picture for you guys real quick. Because this is a good story too. I'm like fucking five. Because I can barely remember this. About yeah. 69 Coupe de Ville Cadillac. Ooh, right. Big old trunk. That's all my grand my grandparents had. I'm. Coming, we're, I was with my grandmother. We're taking groceries out of the back. And, of course, little Dusty wants to help. So I grab a bag, and she slams my fucking hand into the trunk and broke two of my fingers. Oh, damn it. And so it's, mind you, it's still shut. And I'm like, God, you know, I'm probably fucking crying my eyes out. Yeah. But I remember this to the day. Well, DC, that's what they call me. 
Why do you have your hand there? Oh. <laughs> oh. That's oh. all she says. That's all she said. God, the 80s, baby. Well, when it's not happening to yeah. you, it's easy. I yeah. slam the door on one of my friends. Why do my, you have your hand after there? school, dude. It's fucked up. Like, oh, I said, oh, my bad. Slam the door on your friend's finger. Yeah. After school, mom picks us up. Just bam. Yeah. Oh, my bad, dog. Uh, whoops. <laughs> My bad, my finger, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. fuck yeah, yeah, dude. No, that was... We're all lucky to be alive. You know what I mean? Or do you have a top five hip-hop artists of all time? Oh, man. You know what? Growing up, man, I, I, I listened to kind of like what other people listen to. I never had like a music collection, right? But you're saying top five? Yeah, if you had to rate the top five best MCs of all time. Gosh. Self-titled. Oh, man, I mean... I'm not in order. I mean, I like Gangstar. I mean, mm. I like, I mean, Tupac's passion, Eminem's lyrical ability. I mean, he could do so much more with his lyrical ability, the way he just moves all around, takes you in mm. into various places. Um, his wordplay, huh? Yeah, his yeah. wordplay is really skilled. I mean, there's there's some good ones. In there, I mean, I, I really don't listen a lot of rap anymore, just because of the lyrical content. But I just still love rap music. I would really have, probably have to think more and listen to to rap artists. But like with a lot of music, man, it's it's the beat that that gets the beat is usually the hook. Yeah, I mean, when mm -hmm. you I think when you can get the beat and matching like some strong lyrical content, it, it's good. And I always love hip hop. I actually, right now, I listen to mostly instrumental. I just kind of really, get, I just get in mental zones, like when I'm reading and fucking doing something. It just puts me in kind of a space, and I, I'm blocking out fucking words of someone else, and just kind of. Mm. Huh. So you mean to tell me you don't listen to George Jones? George Jones, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a question we've been asking lately. Is like, yeah. who's your top five hip hop artist? Who's your top yeah. five country and shit like that? But instrumentals are dope. There's actually like, uh, like I listen to these more or less like rock bands there's um that are strictly instrumentals but it's so fucking good like one of them um what is it explosions in the sky check them out you might okay. like it okay and they, they it were out. they have a whole album that was featured in a movie um i want to say it was act of valor which okay. is a navy seal movie but explosions in the sky there's a there's like a group of other ones that i'll tell you if you like it but yeah i'm down i'm down to listen it's the I most entry level yeah, I, I love listening to new new artists and music, and and that's where I just recently like downloaded like a lot of uh, Gangstar's music. That dude I mean, rips. He, he he clowns he clowns so smoothly in his lyrics. Like he's actually saying something when he's talking to you. Right. Like he's he's clowning you, but he you know he's really smooth. But yeah, I mean, music music is such a huge part of life and. And from the from the people like I like to study, they uh, so many people like as far as psychologists and, and poets and shit, they 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 emphasize like music is is powerful. It puts you into like a psychological realm that you can't put into words. Really, mm -hmm. a thousand percent. It can and it can give you so much, and it can also take you take so much. Yeah, or like take you back to really good places, or take you back to a place you don't want to go. Yeah, yeah, it's a trip. straight the fuck up, fucking. Uh, Fuck boys, somebody help me! Oh no, I know, I know. Like when I, when I, when I, when I listen to like uh, eighty, like 
80s pop music and stuff like that. Like, that shit always takes me back to my childhood and, like, my mom just, like, cleaning up the house and shit like that. Like, Madonna and all that shit. Like, Hey, what is, what is Jess fucking... Oh, uh, was it what, Ariana Grande? Yeah, was oh, she was say. playing that today. With, <laughs> bro, yeah, I was say, so some of her music's cool. So I'm not. I'm. Not, it's like I, I'm in the other room listening to my music, <laughs> listening to Gangstar. Yeah, like yeah, I gotta yeah, stay yeah, thugging yeah, this yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she loved that. But shit. yeah, she loves loves her music. Yeah, yeah. Straight the fuck up, boys. Shit. What's up? <laughs> B-Grab's fucking tired. He's beat. He's beat. I am. I'm not stay firing clean. on all cylinders. Yeah, just stay clean out there. You know what I mean? You know, don't use drugs. You don't need it. <laughs> What's it really doing for you? I mean, come on, man. It just tickles your brain a little That's bit. That's it. It you just I mean? it'll make you feel okay for a while. Find a hobby, something Come you're on. passionate about. Just grow oh. up. I'm just kidding. Start, just grow start up. a clothing <laughs> brand. Yeah, right. Pursue your dreams. Yes. Yeah. Whatever it is, man. Whatever it is. It's that man reflecting on my twenties. Wow, what a disappointment! Oh no, I don't <laughs> want to do like, that. It's like, dude, man, I, I literally just fucking. My 20s were fucking trash, dude. Wow. I just, I didn't even, I just skipped the whole club scene and went right to the garage in a pipe. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I did too. I thought it was cool to fucking drink, you know, 30 beers and do fucking two grams of Coke a day. It's not? (laughs) And I would still do We were just figuring out. We were just figuring things out. Yeah, really. Figuring out next the, to you, t- a decade passes yeah, by. Yeah, figuring out how to use a fucking syringe. Oh Jeez. god! Not pursuing a medical degree, that's for sure. <laughs> Yo, how's the book coming? Oh man, it's, yeah, it's, it's accountability. It's, it's stifled, man. It, it's I kind of got stuck, but uh, when I pick it back up, I'm just gonna go to the sev- second point. You know what yeah. I mean? And then I, because I got seven points that I'm trying to get across, and I got to work through a lot of self doubt. But like with a lot of great authors who talk about, you know, a well-being or psychological health, everything's already been said. It's just can you say it in a unique way where it hits? Mm. And, you know, my second my second uh, point. So my first chapter that I'm going to talk about is the emphasis on like you want to be a happy person, man, have good relationships with people and you're, you're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. You got good friends in your life, support you. You got the social support you're gonna you're gonna be all right and the second one is kind of contradicts the first point is is master your solitude and enjoy your own fucking skin be your best friend don't be a narcissist but like yourself like most of our own torture comes from our own thoughts so like just i've learned to just like my own company and you know, I, I don't really ever consider myself bored. Like if I'm bored, then well, fucking Arthur, you got to find something interesting to do and just do it, you know? And, right, right. and, and, and I think that's what happened through my, my last depression. I was so isolating alone. And I had a lot of friends and good social uh, support that supported me, but you, you, all my friends, they have their own lives. You know, they, I, I don't have like, none of you guys are my guardian angel right there with me all the time. So it's almost like you got to be your own guardian angel and like support yourself mm. and any negativity that's coming directed to yourself is, is bullshit. I mean, uh, you know, thoroughly assess areas that you might need to work on, or I might speak in I statements that I need to work on, but I just no longer, you know, berate myself for being a drug addict till I was 29 or active, you know, bad drug addict. This is done. I'm going to be my own best friend till the, 
till the day I die, hopefully, you know, and, um, that, that, yeah, that's the second chapter. So hopefully I can get that going. And then I got five other points. I was going to say you have seven, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can lay out the framework, man. I think it, okay. Off the top of my head, let's see if I can remember. It's like relationships. The second one is mastery of solitude. The third one is mastery of consciousness. So just master your own like thought processes, time, time, your most valuable asset. You want to experience as much time as life in life as an enjoyable experience. So like if you want to, you know, assess wealth in a different way at the end of the year, you, you kind of can estimate like how many hours this past year did I enjoy? That's kind of how wealthy you probably were, in my opinion. Just another way to look at wealth. And the third is like transcending the ego. That's Damn. Like, like, like just rising above and having a higher purpose. That doesn't mean neglect yourself, but have something other than, you know, you know, a hedonistic way of life, which which just means like you just constantly seek pleasure all the time. And and I think meaning and purpose, having meaning and purpose is another one. Mm, which that's, for, a, oh, dude, that's which a really are, good one. And I think that's an important one for for. For I was lost for for a long time, but someone new in recovery, like you know, you just just think like, what gives you you know have something that you pursue that you it could be anything, just just a love of a hobby like, you know, skateboarding, surfing. Like I love fishing and I still love playing softball. Those are two hobbies, and fortunately, I, I found a, a love for for reading a particular realm of of study, which we've already talked about. I don't want to go more into that but i was like wow like i enjoy these things so you got and you got to wait for your almost like your brain to recalibrate because all it wants when you're an addict is it it wants to feel that boost of more that drug and Mm -hmm. so when it calms down like your 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 brain will recalibrate and you can go to thanksgiving and and have a good time right you know what i mean (laughs) yeah but to be able to sit with yourself that's fucking really important because that took me a long time to do it Honestly, yeah. until real, uh, honestly, until I moved in here, because ever the moment I got out of crash, I was in sober living with a gang of dudes. When I got out, I had roommates, and so when I moved into here, even though it's with you know my wife, it was it wasn't the same. You know, it wasn't the, the constant like Something I can on. yeah I can have I can have a conversation with two other people. Mm-hmm. You know, and like being when she's not here and being by myself, like to conduct my time. And not fucking, you know, be scroll daddy flex. And trying to get into like something a little bit deeper, you know. I yeah. mean, right now, right now with, with our brand, we have like so many different things going on. So <clears throat> it's been kind of really, really neat because we can, you know, we're getting our own clothes now. So we created an account and we're, we're, we're breaking down all these middlemen to where we can have you know, our investment. straight line process yeah, the, yeah. Our, our investment stay. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of those, like th- this is just my, those were seven things and there's more and I could have probably expand more like gratitude is huge and happiness too, but I don't think that's one of my topics, but I could probably tie it in it. But like just looking at you guys, like you, you guys learned that you guys, you guys got a lot of friends, you got relationships in depth and D- Dustin says like you guys are all learning to, to be really comfortable you're with yourself. Rafa definitely had mentioned that. And, and I'm sure Brendan is, is, is found that too. And, 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 and you guys find pers- pur- purpose and meaning. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like whether I fail or not, if, if I become a, a motivational speaker or a life coach or, 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 or be f- economically financially successful, which I would like to see something in that, but that's not my purpose. Yeah. My purpose is to provide some content that can improve the quality of other people's lives. That's it. Right. And one thing my mentor told me when I was doing my internship for my social work degree is like, I, I, I don't, I don't help people. I, I just, I just try to get them to think that's what he told me. And that's, that's, that's what all the, the people who I study has, ha, has done for me. I just sit there like, well, Martin Luther King, he has a lot to say. And I just sit there and listen, Ben Franklin, he's a good guy to study. I mean, everyone likes him on the hundred dollar bill, but Hell yeah. if you grasp some of the concepts that he says for success, um, in all avenues of life, man, you, you might go a long way, but it, it, it's, it's, it's something you have to like put in effort, you know? And, right. And, right. and, and it's just like to learn anything, which there's always going to be a lot, a lot to learn. It takes effort, but more you practice something, the better you get at it, even in recovery. So, mm-hmm. yeah, thousand percent. I've been trying to like, I like the ego containing the ego. What, what was the exact quote? Ego transcendence. Ego transcendence. So, like, you guys are already doing that a little bit with LFG. Obviously, you guys think about it as your brand and, and your place in it. But, you, you, like Dustin touches, you, you're trying to bring people together, mm-hmm. which touches on the relationship component. So, just having a higher purpose that isn't focused on you. Like, your thinking isn't always constant. Like I said, I was like, we always have a self-concept which separates us from the rest of the animal kingdom. Mm. So like almost like when when I'm irritated or upset, like what the hell's your bitch ass want? That's how I talk to myself. Like what you discontent about now? Oh, you can't be happy right now. What's wrong? <laughs> What's wrong? Your lady a little upset at you. She ain't <laughs> acting the way you want. Poor guy. Or, or whatever. You know what I mean? I just, I, I, I don't try to get wrapped up in like too much of like what I want, but I, I have goals like everybody else, but I, I'm just, I'm not letting um, like failure or whatever, like get to me. Like as, as long as you, and there's always a, you know, a purpose, like purpose and kindness and, and, and being good to others. It's not a, it's not a contest and we live in a competitive world, which is all based on ego. Yep. A lot of times if you watch in your interactions with others and we all have an ego, there's, there's always come some kind of, sometimes, especially when the, 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 it, the, the connection lacks harmony. There's, there's like ego irritation. You know, mm-hmm. if someone's feeling less than, or someone's feeling better than, and, 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 you know, it's just good. It's nice when it's just kind of all brotherly love, kind of like we just harmony. Cool, you know? Yeah. Kind of harmony. Yeah. Just harmony. But it's, yeah, that, that's the shit I like to study. It's interesting shit. I'm I can sit here and listen to you talk about it all fucking I'm day fucking long, I'm fucking obsessive dog. about it. Just because I've reaped the benefits out of, out of it. Like, you know, when people post quotes all the time. Like, man, if, if if we actually, like, digest some of the quotes we see or people post, I mean, it's 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 really powerful. And anytime you, 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 you see something that might be helpful, the best evidence is when you test it out in your own life. Mm. So these concepts that... You know, I try to creatively put into my stories or whatever, or if I write, and sometimes I write my own quotes. Is is like, um, I've seen the evidence happen in my own life. You know, like I'm a pretty 
peaceful dude. Like, my mind's pretty quiet these days. I'm still human. I'm not walking on water. I'm not the second coming of Jesus, not Gandhi or whatever. But, like, these people are just sitting there in libraries, you know, and just, just pick one, man, and, and invest 15 minutes a day. And, and, and you know, over time, it's you, your, your thinking will change. And I like to give the analogy of, like, I don't know, like, you guys probably all seen the first Matrix, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And so Neo, when, when he's finding out he's the one or whatever, and then he starts getting plugged in to all these downloads to his mind, right? He's learning shit on a, like, like almost like a drug, like, boom, I know Kung Fu in like, you know, a 30 second download. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And in life, we would love shit to work like that, Hell but to yeah. really transform your mind, it, it doesn't work like that. Not at all. The steps don't work like that. You don't just plug in and boom, I know how to work steps in my life. Right. You know, it, it took us days, weeks, months, years to to learn how to heal our minds and, and enjoy life. <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah. Life, you know, so it's just life's just a constant learning. I like what I like what you're talking about with the ego, man, because it made me think about myself, you know, and there's a lot of shit that I still have to work on. And it, and it stems from ego, and it's a lot of the fucking character defects that still come up, you know. And it's fucking one of those things where, yeah, you know, they're never going to go away. But <clears throat> you know, learning to sit on your hands and bite your fucking tongue and all those things have really, really been beneficial to me. However, my ego tends to think like certain things should be done, so it's kind of like trying to control situations, and I can't fucking control. A, I'm powerless over other people. And I constantly have to remind myself of that, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm trying to be a better husband and a, and a better friend at the same time. So I have to not be irritated over the small things because people do. Them. Yeah. It, it, my I'm glad I'm working in your um, life. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, a lot of times, like emotions are just very reactive, like a strong emotions, like very reactive. I'm sure we've all dealt with some extent in our romantic relationships <laughs> they're very triggering so and and i lose the battle with the ego sometimes too a lot but i'm a lot better at it and, and what i i almost like looking at yourself in two parts like the experiencer and the watcher of your own experience like you're like you're, you're seeing your agitation you're seeing your fucking employee not do what the fuck you told them and so you like watch it so you don't do something stupid and then you can watch it and then you can direct the experiencer to to react probably in a more efficient way to to the thing you desire that you think is, you know, good for all parties involved. Isn't it crazy that maybe you, those two conscious parts are there the whole time, but you don't realize the watcher until you get older? Because now in like with time, I'm now able to it's, it's almost as if time slows down. It's like. I should slap this motherfucker. Don't slap the motherfucker. That's going to result in you going to jail. Don't do it. Fucking. Exactly. That was a good way you mm-hmm. described it. Like, I think for me, if a lot of my lives, and there's probably a lot of people out there, they, they haven't tapped into their watcher. They're all experiencer. They're all reactive. And they're all basing it on their ego experience. Like, and fuck him. Fuck that person. That person disrespected me. This is me, 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 me. Constant reference to me mm-hmm. to, to step back and look at it and see it as clear as possible so you can make the best decision for yourself you know you know what's fucking funny though 
is I, you're talking about like certain people at work, right? I would be so irritated. And then I'd, I'd, I'd leave the situation and I would, it, it might be an hour, right? Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, God fucking damn it. How am I allowing this negative energy affect me so bad? Mm. You know? And I'm like, this is like old behaviors. And this has been coming up more and more lately. And I'm like, man, I got to redirect. I got to refigure th- some things out. Because I'm allowing other other things to really just f- rule my life. Hijack yeah. your consciousness. Yeah. Con- that's, that's, that, that's like the, that, that third chapter. I was in the mastery of consciousness. Yeah. Which is going to be an ongoing thing for the rest of your life. There's yeah. no perfect state of consciousness or whatever but like yeah like letting other people or things that are really probably out of your control like other people a lot hijack your system for an hour when when right. when you could have directed your consciousness to in a, a different mindset to get something else done or, or whatever you know what i mean so it's a con it's 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 difficult man that that's one thing i've gotten better at is just seeing reality and just like, dude, I'm not getting hijacked by this. Situation. Not participating I'm, in this. Know, my mind's not getting hijacked. You know, it's right. funny when you, hold on, I'm sorry. Yeah. When, oh, I'm sorry. When, <laughs> when, when you're on the show last time and you're asking us like, how do you guys do it? And I swear you're in my head because I'm, we are juggling so many things and work, work is the most important one, right? Because that's what pays the bills. Mm-hmm. But this other fucking gigantic fucking human fucking LFG 1904 is here, right? So juggling both is getting really, really hard to do now. Yeah. I, you know, like, and I, I'm starting I, to teeter-totter, and I'm starting to teeter-totter more so in the direction that I want to go. And before, it was always like, this is what I need to do, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Yeah, and, and as more time as more time goes on with your LFG and your personal life, like the picture of what you want and desire just gets clear. You know, even with me, like, I, you know, I've been going to Toastmasters for like six months and I've given like five, six speeches and, and I've been invited to give another speech. I'm going to give one like Tuesday, seven in the morning. But like, like I'm off I, on Tuesday. I, I didn't have like a bunch of competitors, but you compete every time you speak and, and I haven't lost once. So you what, know? how does that work? It's just it's, it's just like a group. It's almost like N.A., but it's for people who just want to improve their public speech. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. So, so they give you like a pamphlet and so it's like, hey, you're going to read this today. No, there, there's like a agenda, right, okay. on every chair. Okay. And ours and like others, like there's a impromptu speech, speaking section. You randomly get called up there and you get a random question and you got to speak on that question for one to two minutes. Really? And then, yeah, and each meeting has about about seven to eight speakers and everyone votes on on you know who was the best speaker that night you just get a little fu- a little ribbon like okay this was the best speaker that night whatever that's dope what are you talking you're playing it down that's fucking rad it's kind of cool you he get acknowledged like you get it's a- really funny though <laughs> I, the question could literally be, okay art tell me about the uh echo political situation in uganda fucking uganda yeah. echo political i don't know shit about that country but they need to get their shit together because their fucking land and air quality sucks and you can make up shit right. like that and bullshit you can you know, well, no, let's go say say one that you can get it. Get, you, you want me to give him an authentic one? No, 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 no I don't want one. Yes. Oh no, I'm you're on the spot now. No, no, Ready? I'm sorry. Ready? I have it one that impromptu. Hold on, I have one that impromptu speaking. What? You have a, you have a what? The, the impromptu <laughs> speaking. I haven't won that portion. Well, you're about to win this one. No. You're about to. We got two <laughs> minutes on the clock. You ready? No, nope. hold on, hold on. I got to give the question first. One to two. One to two minutes. If you get the one minute mark, you qualify. 
All right. Well, let's see if you make, qualify. Just make it Ready? generic. How would you fix homelessness in San Diego? And go. Uh, how I would fix homelessness in Sa- San Diego, I'd probably do one-on-one interviews, maybe get a group of people, vans, and just go survey the community. And if they wanted help, we would find them a bed. And then I would have a structured program. Obviously, we need to feed the homeless. We love to feed the homeless, right? But their minds are starving. So over a period of time, I would try to incorporate critical thinking skills to open their minds up to look at different avenues that could improve the quality of their lives, like contributing to society, uh, giving back to others, and not to be like consumed with self. So, and that's going to take a period of time that might take, you know, I would say probably 18 months to two years, which some other type of programs are that long, but it would be like a quality education while they're teaching these skills, work skills and all that. Nailed it. See, this is what I would do. I would just say this. We're going to get them on a boat. And we're going to take them to Coronado. <laughs> and then we're going to blow up the fucking bridge. Okay? Because everybody in Coronado has majority of the money in San Diego, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay? Yeah. So they, they, they're going to... money over Right. There, so sure. we're going to blow the fucking bridge up, and then they're going to have to fucking deal with it. There, and there if they need to, if they want to come back across to San Diego, they're going to have to swim. <laughs> and they might, they may or not. There's I mean, a couple tweakers I've seen that got the stamina that, to fucking swim that, the bay. And he, that nailed that, and he nailed that in under All right, our impromptu Toastmaster tonight. I think I have a ribbon in the car. <laughs> <laughs> but if that is not a great reality TV show. Oh, I'd watch I that. Mean, that'd be great. Yeah. Like, you know, the blowing up of the bridge. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah, here Cor- we are. Coronado, California. What's going to happen? Here we have. Darian, 37 years old, hooked to crystal meth for five years. He's been on the island for about three weeks. He's hungry. (laughs) Darian, how you feeling? I just want to get out of here. (laughs) Do you want to get a job, Darian? (laughs) Yes, I'll do whatever. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) And it works. And it works. (laughs) Oh, we have a swimmer. (laughs) Lindsay, born in La Jolla. Hold on, hold on. They're coming across the wall. You knew the rules when you signed oh, up. Oh, shit. Squid Game Welcome 2. Welcome to Bum Island. Squid Game 2. Transient Island. Trans- yeah. There it is. Transient hey, we, Island. Hey, we went down to your show, and I haven't been in downtown San Diego in a while, and I'm like, mm. Dude, they got some quality tents down there these days. Dude, I, I mean, they got. I don't know where they're getting them, but they, they got some like. Yo, my man had a toaster tents. oven out there and was cooking pop tarts. Oh, no, no. With his boxers on his head. Impressive. I was I was really disappointed about how bad the streets were. I mean, they were it was fucking urine everywhere. Yeah, and like, look at downtown San Diego's downtown, but you know, Fourth and Fifth Avenue, those were pretty fucking clean for the most part. Yeah, yeah, bro, go to Eighth. It was fucking. I mean, I can't even imagine what Twelfth and Imperial's like. Fuck, probably. My friend was like, my friend was like, Arthur, there's a reason no one else parked right here. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I just like to, you know what I mean. Whatever. I like to walk. Yeah, yeah. I like to scope <laughs> shit I just, out. I just w- opened my door into a tent community. Like, what up? Yeah. Oh. But everybody's like, oh, what's up? <laughs> where you been? But what it boils oh. down to, what it boils down to, is like, you know, you can't force anybody to desire something you think they should desire. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, but. With the homeless community, though, I, I think, like, those who want something different, that's why, like, I would say, like, you know, 
interview them. Like, do you, yeah. do you want something different? If not, all right, have at it. You know, you're free, whatever. Right. You know, loiter it up or whatever. I don't see. I have a very like non-recovery. Not. It's not a frowned upon opinion about it. Like, I'm not fucking down for that. Like, you're out here. Like, I'm supplementing you getting fucking high all day and like increasing the drug market. Like, no, fuck that. Like. Do something or go to jail. If it, yeah. if it was like if we, cause, but then uh, it's a whole nother complex or conversation. Because then we're like funding the fucking prison complex, it's, the industrial prison complex by pe- putting homeless people in prisons. Yeah, it's complicated, especially and it's mental with, health. With like a lot of it's mental health. Too. It's actually that that's what you just nailed it. It's mental health. Yeah, right. that, I mean, especially like, with the homeless. But what? But but even at, the criminal. But like stuff. everything, everything is like circumstantial though. Like because I was homeless in New York. Like for about like two weeks, bro. In the winter time? Yeah. For real. I was I was like I was sleeping I was sleeping in the trains. I was sleeping in the trains. Just like cause like my mom kicked me out, you know, and I tried staying with my uh great uh my godmother and it just didn't work out because it was way too far for me to go to school, you know, because I went to school in Brooklyn. So it was like I just lived on the trains, man, just like you know, going back and forth. And then finally one time I ended up in the, like, if you're from Brooklyn, you do not want to end up on the last stop uh, in the Bronx. Like, it's all bad. So, like, I ended up at the last stop on the Bronx. And <laughs> I was like, fuck this shit. I hit up the homeboy and I was like, yo, you need to find me a spot and shit like that. And I started my little crusade on hitting little licks in New York, you know. But, like, it's... See, it's in your situation, you would yeah. probably, you know, it's all fill up the paperwork and we'd find you a little spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll be off the island like this. you off the island like this, island bay. I did the, the trolley ride because yeah. I, no, I had nowhere to go. I mean, I just, right. Santee wasn't that bad the last stop. A couple weird looks, but. 12th Imperial, yeah, it's a little rough, but. Hey, bro. Yeah, that's pretty bad. When that's, I have nowhere to go and just ride the trolley. You don't have no choice, bro. Like It ride is what it trolley. is. Sleeping on the streets fucking, uh, it's honestly one of, the, it. it's, it's one of the fucking gnarliest things I did. I had to just fucking stay high. Yeah. yeah. It sucks when you have a little bit of money and you, you, you get a hotel, but you're kind of twack. So you don't even really get like a good recoup rest. You just no. wasted your money and got shelter for a night. Yeah. That's I did that a couple times. Like, fuck, okay, the sun's back up. Now what the fuck do I do? <laughs> like, you just overstay your welcome in people's couches and oh, shit like that. And yeah. then it's just like, you know what? I got to figure this shit out, you know? And then you end up on a fucking train or a trolley or whatever the fuck it is, you know? And it's like I said, it's all like circumstantial. It's not like motherfuckers yeah. like, up in one day and just said, ah, I'm going to be homeless today. I you know what I'm saying? Like, but some of it is like some, some people choose like, I want to stay high and paying for the hotel or the apartment is getting in the way of that. But so we going we can live in fucking downtown. It's 70 degrees year round. Right. It's done raining. So, so check this out. I check worked this out. in a, a place there's, like there's that a, took there's, people and they were coming across country just for the weather. Come on. Yeah. But, but check this out. There's, there's a large portion of that homeless community in san diego are military you know what i'm saying like a large portion of it what percentage would you like i was i like what blanket statement no this isn't a blanket statement (laughs) this is a real this is a legit thing because i go out there in the front lines you know what i'm saying and i do hand out socks that's something you put me on and a majority of like the because i go out there and i hand out about like 80 socks so out of those 80 about like 50 of those socks that I hand out to 
are people that came from the military. That's pretty crazy. Are from the military. That's and pretty shit crazy. Like that. It doesn't yeah. shock me. And it's and it's like they get no fucking love, bro. And that's from, sad. That's from, what I mean. Like there, you know there's definitely things that could be done if it was structured right. Right. Like you got the right people in place, know what they're talking about, a good kind of long term curriculum of re rebuilding their lives, which it takes time. Yeah. That, and and you know, I know they got certain kind of programs just like that we have drug court and shit like that, but like for homeless and address the mental health issues if they have them. Because basically if people can't think right, we can house them all they want and, and it's over once the help is gone because they, they can't think clearly. Because they come back, they come back from Iraq. And they're not firing on all cylinders, huh? They're not, and then they end up they end up in these homeless in these in these tents and shit like that. Because if you look at some of their if you look at some of their tents and shit like that, some of their tents, bro, are fucking those military tents. Go out there and take a look. It's crazy, because a lot of those guys, a lot of those guys are like military dudes, bro. Yeah, guess like, what? You're going back, Coronado. Let's go. <laughs> Transient Island. On this season of Transient Island, we have Gunny Sergeant. Hey, Gunnery. We got military on the island and ex-military. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's crazy, man. What are we going to do this season? Drop a crate of weapons. (laughs) Survival of the fittest. God damn it. Yeah, it's savage, man. It's crazy. Iraq Jack. Looks like he's found the crate. (laughs) That was a character in S. Darko, the second Donnie Darko movie. Iraq Jack. That wasn't a shitty joke. (laughs) <laughs> cruising, cruising around downtown though with a fucking mm-hmm. suitcase, it's just not the business. It's not. No, I fucking not. found. That's why the, stories. The one, <laughs> the one spot. I was like, man, this is perfect. I'm gonna fucking crash out. There was a construction site right by, right by uh, my old place off Imperial. So then I'm like, okay, well, cool. I got a little bit of dope, so I'm gonna get high. So I'm on this fucking trailer, and uh, it's like a, there's a backhoe on it, you know. And then there was a fucking, like, lights that kept kept on shining. And then fucking sirens came on. You know, they're fucking lights. And I turned my back, and I'm fucking posted up right at that fucking uh, San Diego police station. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> With, like, all my shit out, you know what I mean, to, to, to settle up. And I'm like, fuck, can't do that. So I take all my shit. And I start fucking walking all the way back into downtown, fuck. not knowing, you know what I mean? I don't fucking know downtown at the time, so I didn't know where the fuck I was at. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. crazy. Fuck, man. We ain't going to forget those times. And yeah. I think it, like, yeah. for the recovering addict, man, if if we can just remember where, where the disease took us in a yeah. vivid way, yeah. like, well, well, I'm living like a king today if I... I compare it to then. Yeah. It's all up. It's all up from there. It goes it goes back to fucking someone saying to you, like, this is what your life can be. So really, if you're even getting loaded right now, your life can get better. Mm. You just have to put in a little bit of work. And it's really not much because if you find a good group of people, they're gonna fucking take you under their wing, female, male, it doesn't matter. Mm. And they're gonna fucking help you. Get to a, a spot in your life to where you can then decide if you want to go back out. Yeah. Right. Have some humility and go into me and say, hey, man, I'm on drugs and I need some help. And people are going to reach out to you. And then just take some time. Catch your breath in life for a couple months. Let the dust settle on the reality of your life and, and say, if, is, is that the way you want to live the rest of your life? You know? Yeah, because it's it's a fucking true statement, but there's mm-hmm. a bed for you in every county jail waiting for you. Mm-hmm. Free of charge. Free of charge. Yeah. 
Always. There's always a bet. Mm-hmm. So you have a decision. I hear too too often too, especially with people going in and out of prison. Like they just they when they get out, they feel like it's like recess. And then they're yeah. gonna go back. Yeah, yeah. That's they they've committed to like that's all there is for them. Yeah, we've I, we have transients <laughs> where I work. And so there, there there's a one in particular person that comes in and steals, right? But the thing of it is, is he wants to get caught because he doesn't want to be out on the streets. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a you know catch me if you can you know situation. Sorry, but man, it was under a thousand bucks for releasing <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh-huh. here's, a, here's a fucking ticket. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Thirty first one this this year. Oh, Don't come shit. back. Fucking dumb. But yeah, so that that's the thing. You got to go. You got to go to a, a place. But you and you can't just sit there and drink some fucking coffee. That's it. That's the thing too. So they'll they'll say, "Oh, I was in a meeting and nobody come and talk to me because that's not going to fucking <laughs> you happen." Didn't say nothing. You need to fucking say, "I need fucking help." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and shame on the people in that meeting if they don't co- you know come up to you. Yeah. Right. Right. But guess what? But don't take it personal. There's, there's tomorrow, and then you go to another meeting that's in a different location with different people, and you say the same fucking thing. You call a stranger. To. Eventually, you're going to bump into one of them dudes that got them LFG shirts. They'll pick you up. Yeah. Yeah. Speak up. Yeah, I mean, That's the other thing, you. too, is like, dope men never chase me down. No. Fuck with my recovery. Why would Why would anybody in the meeting chase me down? It I gotta go out there and get it. It doesn't take much. Really, it doesn't. Especially at first, just go to a meeting. Read one paragraph a day. And just think about it. And maybe the next day read two paragraphs in the book, you know, or, or whatever. whatever Just, you don't have to grind, but do something every day. And, and mm-hmm. that's what I had to do when I was having a really tough time, especially with my depression. Like I didn't make it around the block, but I walked up the street for three houses and came back home. And then eventually, you know, I started working a little bit and just little wins, man. Small victories. Stop, stop, stop pleasure chasing, man. Stop pleasure chasing. It's, I mean, we all want to feel good, but is, do, do we want our self-respect to go for the sake of some, some euphoric pleasure? Not, not me anymore. Not any of us. I don't think. No, no, absolutely not. I'm going to, I'm going to work hard for everything that I have and continuously keep putting fucking one foot in front of the other, just so I don't ever, ever have to feel that pain again. Right. You know, I don't want to ever have to make more amends. You know, I have to make amends on a daily basis. You know what I mean? Like all the time. If I do something wrong, I'm going to fucking man up and say something. But I don't ever want to make an amends to fucking you guys or my mom again or Elise or Elise's family that I'm so close to. You know, none of that fucking bullshit. It fucking stops. You know what I mean? It stopped. You know, my fucking disease never, never stops. And my fucking sick mind and the twisted thoughts and all those things, you know, but... I don't ever want to go back that way, ever. I mean, getting over the guilt and shame of stealing from my mom, stealing from her again is not the way to get over that guilt and shame. You know what I mean? (laughs) You just stop, you know? Look, you made some mistakes, but you can build your character and change who you've been one day at a time, man. And that's what steps, steps help us with to process the mistakes we have from the past and and be free of it and like dustin was saying we we don't have to make more amends based on the choices we make today we don't have to make a new amends lifts 
And if if we do make a mistake, we try to apologize immediately and, mm-hmm. and own up to it. So, yeah, I think that's a solid spot to fucking end it. Yeah, no, for sure. Let's plug them, Rodo, 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 Rodo. So yeah, Arthur, I want to say thank you for coming out. If you guys don't know already, he's got a killer fucking TikTok and Instagram channel at Storytime with Art. Check him out. He's working on his book. We're gonna keep checking in on that. Rafa, you got some closing words? No, Rafa? Okay, well, guess what? You That's go to. <laughs> Back to the island, Rafa. Oh. Yeah, appreciate you guys. I don't appreciate know. I had a brain fart, man. Yeah. Hey, I love you, Art, dude. You're solid. You guys, are, you guys are solid, for sure. It's been another episode of the LFG 1904 show. Hey. Transient island. Hey, this is a new shit. This is that new shit. Fucking, let's play it. This is way better. Hey. Oh!